At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Hey, thanks for listening to the Ben Maller Show podcast. It's me, Ben. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Ben Maller Show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Now, the NBA season does not begin until Christmas. We've all agreed not to really pay attention to professional basketball until Christmas, but we are given the gift of NBA-related drama, compliments of a player on a team that doesn't get a lot of attention. Shout out to the T-Wolves. Welcome in the beginning 
of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Now, if you listen to the show on a semi-regular basis, maybe you don't, maybe you Never heard the show before, but we don't typically talk about the NBA very much, certainly during football season. Occasionally, it'll come up, and I always get complaints. Uh, You're very upset. How dare you? Uh, You suck. Uh, You're bad at your job. Your show blows. Why would you talk about basketball when there's football stuff going on? And I don't agree with – I don't disagree, I should say, with any of that. I think you're right. I think we should generally talk more football. I'm a baseball nerd, so I talk a lot of baseball. I get crap for that. Why would you talk about baseball? You can break down the backup quarterback situation – uh, for the Vikings, you should talk about that. But there are exceptions to every rule, and certainly basketball practice is not something that's on our radar. But several members of the Radio Brotherhood, the friends of the show here, uh, per se, uh, they say, well, you got to talk about this. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, fine. Whatever. Yeah. Pulse of the people. Why not? Uh, so you, you've been clamoring. When I say you, it's like two people. That's all it takes. Two people. That's clamoring. So two people have been clamoring for a Maller monologue about Jimmy Butler. I want to point out, just for the record, I've done Maller monologues on Jimmy Butler. I've endorsed Jimmy Butler being traded to the Clippers already. I've done that. So what's missing here? What are you not up on? Have you been out of the loop here? Because you've actually got a life and you don't follow this nonstop like losers like us. Okay. Uh, so if you missed it, Jimmy Butler returned to Timberwolves practice. Wow, stop right there. Woo! Wow! A guy returned to work. Big. Big, 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 big. Oh, my God. It's worth a Mallard model. But wait, there's more. So he shows up to the Timberwolves practice facility, and then things got ugly. Oh, they got nasty. They got nasty. Now, we know this because of the breathless reporting of Adrian Wojnarowski, who was all over, giving us the blow-by-blow. Woj. Uh, it was Butler's first practice with his teammates, and he had requested a trade. It's been three weeks already. No trade. What's up with that? Well, things move slowly in the Twin Cities. So Butler tossed shots at this practice directed at Coach Tibbs, the general manager, Scott Layden, and the usual low blows at Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins. And thank God for this. Reporting, we now know that at one point, Jimmy Butler screamed, you bleeping need me, you can't win without me, to the Timberwolves general manager, who then, I imagine, responded and said, well, we didn't win anything last year, so what the, I mean, we lost, (laughs) crushed by the Rockettes in the playoffs. But there's even more to this story. Butler teamed up with supposedly the end of the Timberwolves bench, the the scraps at the end of the bench, and defeated the starters in a scrimmage? Heroic? That is heroic? Give him the Nobel Peace Prize. So let's talk about this now. The question is, what did you make of this Jimmy Butler wall-to-wall practice coverage? Now, I'm disappointed in the two people that reached out because I think you're smarter. You know who you are. I think you're smarter than this. And 
I guess I'm not doing a good enough job here with the snarky overnight radio that we're doing because my perspective on the Jimmy Butler news conference, uh, which was, I guess, just an interview that took place after that and the wall-to-wall coverage, this was you've got choreographed, strategic, and the window to the soul. We'll link all this together. A, A, bad job by you. If you fell for this, I knew right away something did not smell right. So we're going to go deep state NBA. Jimmy Butler was working alongside. He had in his posse several ESPN employees uh, who were secret operatives of Jimmy Butler. It's a slow day, right? No baseball playoffs to lead up to. No NFL game on Wednesday. You have to find content. How do you find content? Jimmy Butler gives you content. The entire day of insider reporting was choreographed. It's so obvious. You should figure this out. You don't need a guy like me to tell you this was choreographed. My BS detector, my BS detector ring kept going off as the reports kept trickling in of Butler's enraged practice as it played out, right? Butler's surrogates orchestrating the entire performance. I'd give it a B plus. Woj was complacent. He was he was part of this. He, he was live tweeting the Wolves practice. I don't ever remember Woj live tweeting a Timberwolves practice ever before, but there he was. Not a game. Not a game. We talked about practice. The drama increased with every update. Oh, it was so dramatic. And we built up to our crescendo because any good story has to build up to a crescendo. And there she was. Rachel Nichols randomly happened to be in Minnesota, not in L.A. or New York, in Minnesota for a sit-down interview with Jimmy Butler just moments after a practice which was live-tweeted by Woj. What are the chances? What a what a dink What a dink in the Twin Cities. It's just perfect. All the stars in the sky aligned. Unfortunately, uh, Rachel Nichols admitted that she got a call the night before to say, in her words, jump on a plane and interview Jimmy Butler. I wonder why. wonder why that was. An accessory to the crime. Stage. Is that right? Yeah, right? Listen, there's nothing wrong with being staged, but when you don't tell people it's staged and you try to pawn it off as real. It's like one time I was at a a, a magic show in Vegas, and I I love magic when it's done well, but I was sitting on the side of the theater, and I saw the plant come in and sit next, you know, in like two rows in front of me and randomly got picked to go on the stage. Now, remember, once the show starts in Vegas – and you leave the theater, you're not allowed to come back in. You have to wait until a stoppage. But this person was able to somehow get in. It was amazing. So that ruined it for him. But why would Jimmy Butler want to do all this? That's part B of this. Well, clearly he was the beneficiary. Some people who are misguided are saying, well, no, this, this actually helps the Timberwolves out. No, it doesn't. This is an effort by Jimmy Butler to change the narrative and increase his trade value, right? Change the cycle of negativity around Butler. The goal here is so obvious. 
to change the focus that he's not a malcontent player, even though he wants to be traded, that he's just misunderstood, that he really loves the game. It's myth-building. Jimmy Butler is trying to present through his agents who set this up, I assume his agents, uh, Jimmy Butler's trying to present himself as a modern-day Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant type. They're legends of, in practice. and uh, It's his own Mamba mentality uh, that he's got, uh, Jimmy Butler. He's trying to sell that. Uh, did you hear the interview? I mean, did he l- listen to this back and forth, this canoodling between Jimmy Butler and Rachel Nichols here on the uh, reported practice? I'm sure Butler was blindsided. Uh, he was blindsided that uh, Woj repeated everything his agent told Woj to say. Listen to this. A lot of it is true, but you got to think, <laughs> I haven't played basketball in, in, in so long, oh. and I'm so passionate, and oh, yeah. I love the game, sure. and I don't do it for any other reason except yeah. for to compete and go up against the best to try to prove that I can hang. So all my emotion came out at one time. It's <laughs> the way I am when I do radio. All my emotion comes out through the microphone. That's how I do it. That's why I'm stuck in the 2 a.m., 6 a.m. slot, East Coast time. Uh, here's more from, from Jimmy Butler. And uh, you have cooked food and you have uncooked food. And let's see which one Jimmy Butler is. Was it the right way to do it? No. But I can't control that when I'm out there competing. Like, that's my <laughs> love of the game. That's raw me. Raw. Me at my finest. Me at my purest. That's raw. what you're going to get inside the lines. He's like cookie dough. He's uncooked cookies. He's cookie dough. He's raw. He's got to be put in the oven and baked for about 12 minutes on a low temperature so it gets nice and delicious. All right, here's more, one more from uh, Jimmy Butler. You'll hear the question and the answer. Boy, this is really over the top. I need to take a shower. Should people think because you are back in practice that this is fixed or it's on its way to being fixed? Uh, I think people think that. I think people think that. I would think that too. It's not. It's not fixed. Let's just be honest, it's, it's not fixed. Is it fixable? It could be, it could be. But uh, do I think so? No. Because you got to be honest. You have, I'm being honest. You're do lying. I think so? No, I'm being honest with you. Mm-hmm. But is everybody going to be honest? Lying! No, no everybody's not going to be honest. Like if you go and Liar! say, which one of y'all told what Jimmy said today in practice? Everybody, no, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, be honest. I don't care. There ain't nothing we can do about it now, but mm-hmm. be honest. Hey, Jimmy, you're lying, Jimmy. You're lying. <laughs> Who talks like this? That's the raw me. That's me at my finest. Me at my purest. What a self-absorbed drama queen. I mean, I'm glad the guy's good at basketball, but, but it's just is embarrassing. What are you doing? I mean, what, listen, I get it. <laughs> it's just it's ridiculous. All right, parting shot on this. Now, one last layer to the, the Jimmy Butler conspiracy which isn't even a conspiracy, it's, I believe, to be fact, uh, the planting of the story. I read body language, okay? That's what I do. It's a hobby I have. And unfortunately, on radio, you cannot read someone's body language. We're all blind. All we have is our ears here. We're all in this together. All we can do is hear. Right? It, this, the platform is audio. We don't have any photos. But I was able to watch the interview. And they have a saying, when you read body language, for the face, the eyes are the window to the soul. It's an old saying. You've probably heard that over the years. Maybe your mom told you, your grandma, or your aunt, or your uncle, or maybe nobody had told you. But I watched this, and I noticed Jimmy Butler often looking down. Okay? That's what I noticed. What does that tell me? 
the eyes were looking down at several points. What does that mean? Generally speaking, downcast eyes are a sign of deception or lying. Yeah, go back and look. Now, he wasn't always looking down, but he looked down enough. He was hoodwinking the NBA fans. And a lot of them bought it. They loved it. They want more, 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 more. And again, I like Jimmy Buck. I want him to be on the Clippers. But this was theater of the absurd is what this was this whole day. I mean, what are we doing here? What are we doing? All right, let's say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia. I just want you to know, Ben, when I say the things I say on the radio, I do not have any control over that. It's just me being a competitor, wanting to be the best I can be. You're being raw, Eddie. You're being raw, Eddie. That's who I am. What do you want me to do? No control. It's I, just... What a douchebag! I mean, seriously, who, who does that? I, I don't I, like. I, don't you just? I can't stand that kind of stuff. Well, there's plenty of it in, in sports. So it's oh, a, I know. A, I know. It, I, wide receivers in the NFL and NBA players. Well, yeah. I have like a love hate thing because I, I like the showmanship yes, when they celebrate. But then, like when when I hear that interview, I was like, wow, this guy's a real. I mean, what a looney tune! What a looney tune this guy is, Jimmy Butler. Jesus, it's like who. How could you not? Anybody with critical thinking would know this. Is, uh, the whole day was staged. Just admit it. Just say, hey, this is our staged act to get some attention. It all worked. Woj was down. Rachel Nichols flew to Minnesota. You know she what's crazy down. about this, Ben? What? This didn't happen yesterday when there was like postseason baseball going on. No. It happened on a day where there, I don't know, there really wasn't anything going on. Well, How about I, that? Well, I was in the Battle of Monologue. I pointed that out. you got to fill a 24-hour news cycle. You have no games to preview, and your games are tomorrow just, in the NFL. It was a coincidence, Ben. Yeah, coincidence. just happened to work out perfectly. Yeah, it's great. Tremendous timing to help out programming at certain you know, networks. I guess our network, too, because we, here we are. Hey, look at me, Captain Stupid. I'm talking about it. Uh, <laughs> there, we, there we are. Anyway, all right. Well, that's. I feel better now. I vented, Eddie. Can you believe members of the Malam Militia? Two people contacted me, and they said- Name names, Ben. Well, one of them. I'll tell you one. Danny in Nashville. That's one. How about that? I'm not surprised. He's a dope. He fell for it. Of course, he also thinks Peyton Manning's innocent, so we know he's not that- you know, not that bright. Lacking a little bit in that department. Critical thinking. Danny's a little behind on that. It's a bad job by him. But uh, anyway, all right, we'll, we'll take your calls. If you want to be part, hey, listen, let's try to get some new people. It's not an official newbie night. We're not saying it's an official newbie night, but we're okay with new people. We're good with new people. Although, be careful what you ask for. I asked for new people on the game show yesterday oh, at the no. end of the show. Man, that was, that was something, Eddie. Yeah, that was something, all right. We had uh, Glass Joe or whatever his name was and the other guy. <laughs> And, uh, yeah. I mean, they were trying, Eddie. Trying to do what? Uh, ruin the show. Yeah, they, they, they succeeded. did it. Yeah, they, they it. succeeded. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what happened. Always good to end a four-hour show on yeah. that note. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, because when I, when I play basketball, I'm a mean, I mean, I'm raw on the court, Eddie. When I know. I, when I go out and play basketball. You have my, no control over what you do. Well, I mean, just you being competitive. Yeah, I mean, that's just you know, bleeping me. You know, that, yeah, that's that's how I work. And so when I go out there on the court and I'm being raw and all that, I've got that Mamba mentality that Jimmy Butler has, uh, I always make my last shot. And I like to always finish with a pretty good segment of radio because I feel like, okay, now I can come back and do more good radio. But when you have a crappy segment of radio at the end, you're convinced every other segment's going to suck, that the rest of your life is going to be terrible segments of radio, mind-numbingly boring, cliche-filled, uh, boring interview-type radios. And you know what I'm talking about? That kind of stuff. 
So anyway, we'll we'll, we'll try to avoid that. Eight seven seven. No, it's Ben. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. We're finito with that, by the way. We are finito. All right. Eight. Finito. Yes. Done. Exactly. We're moving on. <laughs> Just don't hear many people use the word finito very often. I want to use that more in my lexicon. I want to work finito. We could my- talk Laker basketball, Ben. No, it's all right. No, man. Roberto, you you and Coop told me the exhibition games don't matter. Now they matter. You told me they don't matter. You guys were you're lecturing me when the Clippers, who have the top record in professional basketball in the exhibition season, you told me that doesn't matter. Now it matters? I, I never told you that, by the way. Well, those guys told me yeah. that. It doesn't matter. Who said it matters now? Well, Roberto did. I didn't you're, say it mattered. I just no, said no, like well, Why would we talk about an exhibition game? Well, because you've been talking about it for weeks. Yeah, I mean, why? About the, now the, suddenly the, you don't want to talk about it? How many points did Draymond Green score in that game? How many minutes did LeBron James play? How many minutes did Draymond Green play in that game? How many minutes did DeMarcus well, Cousins really, play? Uh, can we game? talk about Jimmy Butler some more? No, I'm not done. Yeah. I got to educate these guys. How many how many minutes did Cousins and Green play? Go ahead. I'll wait. How many minutes did LeBron play <laughs> the other day? I'm waiting. Who's Go that? ahead. Clear my nose. That's that's my that's my impression of Ben. I'm uh, I'm waiting. Give me the minutes. It's Go ahead. Be fun, Ben. You're gonna be crying during basketball oh, season. It, you guys are going to be so disappointed. Last time I felt this good, when, when Laker fans thought they were winning with Dwight Howard and Steve Nash. That's the last time I felt this <laughs> oh, good. Oh, this is, this is great. This is, oh, man, you're going to be if, you, if you think it's like that, this, well, this think, should be fun. This La- should be a fun when, basketball when the, season. Can't the, wait. When the Lakers I'll are, be sure to wear my Laker gear every just think day, about when, when the Lakers are fighting to barely get in the playoffs at the end of the year, and we're just trying to get that number <laughs> number eight seed so they can be a roadkill for the it's Golden back, State man. Warriors. A tradition unlike any other. The Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. Laker um, myopathy is uh, back. God, oh. I, I wish I wish you were like you know a right. man of your word and, and paid am. off bets because I, I would I, I would take I so much yeah. money from All you this right. season. No, you will not. That's incorrect. Are you there? No, he's gone. Uh, we've now butchered the clock. That's not my fault. Just want to point that out. Roberto uh, brought up a uh, hit my one of my buttons. It's a bad job by you. Shame on you. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. We'll get to that, and we'll call this one the no soup list. The no soup list. We'll get there. We'll do it next. Research has shown you get even more out of the Ben Maller Show when you follow along on Twitter. It's the playground for our P1s. Message the voices in the night and follow Ben on Twitter. He is at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia. I'm at Eddie on Fox. I got Woody. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. We will get to the soup, no soup, seven cans of soup, if you will. I'll I'll explain better what that's all about. Let's go to the phones as we had a passionate, raw, raw Maller monologue about who? Jimmy Butler. That's that's right. We did a Maller monologue about Jimmy Butler. That's That's how it rolls. Robin Vegas says, on behalf of the Maller militia, we believe that there should be a ban of at least six months for the two individuals who pushed the Maller monologue on Jimmy Butler. Who the hell cares about Jimmy Butler? That's a terrible uh, job by them. It needs to uh, be put. You need to put a poll up, he says. Ban, 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 ban. There you go. That's what, that's what he has to say. Cowboy Killer points out that Peyton is innocent. You must be confusing him with Tom Brady, the real cheater. Now, Cowboy Killer, go back and look at the documentary, which is available. It's still on YouTube, last I checked. Uh, wonderful work by Al Jazeera and their documentary team. Tremendous job. Called The Dark Side. And then go and do a little research on the internet and how Peyton Manning's lawyers actually confirmed pretty much everything in the report that's juicy 
about wrote that narrative yeah. can shove that one where the sun don't shine. I said it. I didn't write it. Let's go to Corey, who's in Massachusetts, and he's up first here on Fox. Hello, Corey. Hey, hey, Ben Maller. Yes. One, I need to let you know, first off, how is it you have the name of the show? But you're the worst person on the show, man. I, I love hearing Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie all the time, Danny G Radio all the time. Who? And then, <laughs> I love, who? You, who? Well, you don't even know your own people. Am I messing up my own people? Well, well Danny on? G, turn your mic on, Danny G. Can you turn your Danny mic on? Danny G, where you at? Where you at, Danny G? Come on, Danny. Speak to me, Danny. I need Come to get on, some Danny. on here, right? I've heard you, too much Ben Mallow already. That's okay? right. You know what? I have not allowed Danny G to say a word in several months. That's a bad job by me. Let me tell you something. You know, you you know what? You know, you know what, Corey? <laughs> Let me tell you something. You, you are such a P1 of this show. You are absolutely right. Uh, and I don't know how I could go on. I should be I should be fined for not allowing Danny G to talk on this show. No, no, no need for a fine, Ben. Your your Boston show is punishment enough. That's right. Saying, that's an award win. By the way, that's a that's a Marconi winning show, Corey. Is what that really? is. Yes. Okay. Well, I have a macaroni winning meal in front of me. It doesn't matter. <laughs> All I know. Yeah. Is that well, you, you do have, do you do job. you do have a lot. I need to do a better job. Really? Yes, all sir. Right. You need to do you a better know what? job. I promise you. You know what? I'm because I don't like. I'm not going to let Danny G speak at all for the rest of the show. Okay. Oh, I'm not going to. That's harsh, Ben. Uh, you know what? How about this? For the whole month, no Danny G on the radio. <gasps> wow. You know what? No, no, no. Uh, Corey, no, no, don't test me. Oh no. Oh, for the you, rest of the year, no. Five is going to go down to four. No, da- get rid of him, no, right? no Danny G for the rest of the year on the show. <gasps> Done. Done with what? the show. Yes. What? That's right. You have to hear more of you, Ben. Yes, more of me and no Danny oh. G. That is correct. Where, you are. Need to, that is harsh. Can you do me a favor, then? Yeah. Where, where's Angry Bill? He's at rehab right now, right? Where is that? No, so no. Angry Bill. away if I have to listen to you the whole time. Angry Bill is going to rehab. He, he's the one that robbed the bank. He's got anger issues, oh, but he doesn't go oh. to rehab. Yeah, you got to oh. get this straight. You're a bad job by you, you know. I'm trying over here. Is it too much yeah. talking about you over here? I, I understand. I understand. I quit. Wow, you. But, you, but can you, I say you, one more thing? No, no, no. You can't because that never works. But let me tell you something, Corey. You are really good at listening, and it means your criticism means a lot to me. And I will do better. And but I'm not going to let Danny G talk. But it shows me how really locked in you are on our show, and you listen every night. That so I do understand. You know, and again, those of you listening, you know I've been very rude to Danny G. I have not allowed him to talk. I've been a real schmuck. How many months has it been now? Uh, what, what do you think here? What are we looking at? What is it? Three months I have not allowed him to speak for three months. Can you believe this is an atrocity, Eddie? It's an atrocity. You uh, you wield an iron hand on this show. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> That's right. It's all about me. I'm a diva. All right. Now, we'll press on. It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. This testimony was okay. A few things missing from from Corey's testimony. So take that in your pooper and pop it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no soup. The list of seven. We'll get to that. This is a Ben Maller show exclusive. But right now, here we right over there. There he is, Eddie Garcia. Getting you caught up from the Geico Studios with the latest. Eddie. Well, first of all, thank you for letting me speak on the show today. I greatly you appreciate it. You be careful, that. Eddie, because I think uh, I maybe next week I'll start banning you for a couple of weeks. How about that? <laughs> Uh, that would never happen. Yeah. Now, as you well know, the NBA season starts up in six days. We did have some NBA news. Minnesota Timberwolves star guard Jimmy Butler attending practice with his team for the first time since demanding to be traded. 
He reportedly challenged teammates, coaches, and front office members during the practice. He said afterwards he was just being competitive. In the NFL, LA Rams wide receivers Brandon Cooks and Cooper Cup missed practice as they're both still in the concussion protocol as a result of injuries suffered in last Sunday's win over Seattle. Houston Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson limited in practice due to a chest injury, and Jacksonville Jaguars running back Leonard Fournette once again is going to miss this week's action due to a hamstring injury. There is a report he's going to be out until Week 10. College football, former Clemson quarterback Kelly Bryant reportedly going to visit North Carolina this weekend. Chris Bryant left Clemson after the first four games of this season after losing his starting job to freshman quarterback Trevor Lawrence. Bryant looking to transfer and play on a new team next year could be the Tar Heels. NHL game of the night, rematch of last year's Stanley Cup final. Saw the Capitals beat the Golden Knights 5-2. Alexander Ovechkin, two goals in the win for Washington. This support brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, I saw this story and I said, well, I got to bring this up on the show. Yeah. Your buddy, former big league outfielder Lenny Dykstra, indicted Nails. by a New Jersey grand jury My facing guy, Nails. three third-degree charges of possession of cocaine, possession of methamphetamine, and making terroristic threats. This stems from a May incident at which Dykstra was uh, in a confrontation with an Uber driver. Now, the Uber driver claims Dykstra held a gun to his head. Dykstra said that was not yeah. true, that he was in fear of his life because the Uber driver was trying to kidnap him. Now, right. police never found a weapon, but they did find the drugs, and Dykstra could yeah. face up to 10 years in prison if convicted. See, I can get him on the show. He follows me on Twitter. We were we were going to your buddy. Remember, we were going to have him in studio. Was it yeah, last year? I was, I was year? really glad that didn't happen. Yeah, you didn't want him in studio. No, I no. was like all for it. Like I, I'm fascinated. Len, Lenny's got some issues, but so <laughs> do you think? Yeah, I mean, we all have a little. But these are what you say, third degree. Uh, That's right. Yeah. So he, he should be okay. But is he still on? Like he got out of jail, so is he still on probation? Or what, when he got out of jail, you got to be good for a while, don't you? Usually that's how that works. Yes, right? I believe that baby. is how it works. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if he's still on probation or not, but it would, I would think that uh, yeah. yeah, he's still uh, required to check in with people every yeah. now and then. Well, my theory is that this is not a big deal, and I'll tell you why. Because he was offered a plea deal by the authorities there, and he chose not to take. It. Well, he does make great decisions when it comes to things <laughs> like Especially that, especially right? investing, representing himself uh, in court, those types of things. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll never uh, forget when Lenny first got arrested. We were doing the story, and his estranged brother, I think it was his brother, called up and was blown away by it. He was leaving a Ducks playoff game, and he was like shocked by it, and he wanted to talk about it. And he found out from our show because he's estranged. Like Lenny's, I guess at that time, I don't know if he's made up, but he was uh, separated from his. His relatives there. All right, it is the, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. On Fox as we press on. And in honor of Jimmy Butler, everyone loves lists. People love lists. So we we have to give you a list. Now, the, the Jimmy Butler practice saga, which some are saying is one of the great practice stories of our time. I disagree. I do not have the Jimmy Butler practice story in my top We're talking seven. about practice? Yeah, exactly. These, these are things that I recall happening in my lifetime that I, I remember talking about on the radio. Well, I know one that just popped in my head immediately. Okay, I'll give you my list, All and right. you can tell me if maybe one's not in there. Number seven on my list. Oh, number seven? Yeah, wow. I got seven. No top ten. We're going to go top seven. I can, All right. I can only think of seven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so doing the top seven. Uh, Smush Parker was playing for Cleveland, and he asked to be excused from practice the Cavaliers were terrible at this time. This is before they got LeBron James. He asked to be excused from practice because he had he had to look at some real estate. 
and and uh, it's, it's, isn't that wonderful? It's a legitimate reason. Yeah, I mean, listen, when the house is on the market, that's nice. You have to look at it right away. That's number seven. Number six. <laughs> this is one of the great stories of all time. Andrew Bynum. I think he was with Cleveland. Also, he might have been with the Sixers. He got thrown out of practice. You remember this story? He got suspended because he was so he was such a malcontent. Every time he got the ball in practice. Every time he touched the ball, he shot, even when he was in midcourt. If they passed him the ball at like the half-court line, he would shoot. Every time he touched the ball, he shot. That's, that's a, a legendary story from Andrew Bynum. Number five, on, that's number six. Number five happened, was it last year or the year before, the tortilla soup. Do you remember the tortilla soup? when Refresh J- my memory. J.R. Smith tossed a bowl of tortilla soup. Oh, yes, soup on the, the coach. Yeah. Yes, at the Cavs assistant coach. <laughs> yes. That's a wonderful story. Uh, number four also involves Smush Parker. He was playing for the wow. Lakers. Two of my top seven involve Smush. Uh, Kobe Bryant uh, supposedly got into Smush Parker's face and told him he was the worst and never to talk to him again. Uh, remember? <laughs> Smush, Smush then went to an apartment to look at some real estate and all that. But uh, that's number what was that number number four, right? Number three. The famous Jailblazers brawl. You remember the Jailblazers? Of course. Yes. You could forget. And the legend is, and this is a, a story that has been passed down, that Zach Randolph got into such a dust-up with Reuben Patterson that they, he actually hid out at a teammate's house because he was convinced that Reuben Patterson and some of his friends were going to come with guns and going to do damage <laughs> to Zach Randolph. So that's number three. Uh, number two also involves guns. Gilbert Arenas and Javaris Crittenden, who's now in jail for a killing, getting into a gambling disagreement with the Washington Wizards, and a gun was pulled. A gun was pulled in the Wizards locker room. That's pretty good, right? Practice after practice, that's wonderful. And then number one, I don't know how you could top number one, Latrell Sprewell choking out ding, P.J. Carlissimo. Uh, I mean, that's just tremendous. And that was pre-social media. Imagine if we had social media and memes and all that stuff. Wow, that was great. And did I miss anything, Andy? Is there any other practice? Well, the only, the only one I remember was a football practice. I remember Stephen Davis, the running back for the Redskins, got beaten up by Bill, was it Bill Romanowski? No, I remember Romanowski like, beat somebody up at a was that Raiders? Raiders? Westbrook, yeah. Westbrook, wide receiver. I'm trying to remember that one. Yeah. You well, he he hurt him so bad that Stephen Davis ha- couldn't play, and then of course Westbrook was suspended for beating up his teammate, and so ah. the Redskins lost two starters uh, for that week's game because. What of were they fighting fight about? Oh God, I'm sure it was very important. Whatever it was, a woman, yeah. money, usually those two things. One of those two, uh, booze, drugs, the big four. It's the big four. So one of those big four things. Let's go to the new blind Scott. Who's next? The um, new blind Scott? That's what it says here on my screen. I'm a robot. I just read on my screen. Hello to the new blind Scott. I sit down when I pee. Blind Scott had a spiritual awakening today at 9.38 a.m., but let me just give you my sports take first. Aaron Boone would have never been manager of the Yankees if he didn't hit that home run in 2003, and I, I love it now because the Yankees suck and they're going to trash that team. But today I learned something about myself, that I'm an angry guy, and it's all because of fear and financial insecurity and fear of getting hurt. And, you know, I retaliate on people, and now I just got to come off as a better person and try to help others. And I found all this out at 
four hours this morning when I was meeting with this guy, my new sponsor, and it's just amazing. I got a new way of life right now, you know? And if anybody wants to match with Pride's God, I'm going to give you a hug from now on, and I'm going to tell you how much I love you, and I'm going to try to teach you just like me. Because one thing about being in the program is we got to give back to people, you know what I'm saying? All these losers out here, they don't know the way of life. They don't know about Pride's God. They don't know about spiritual awakenings, and I'm going to show them the way. I'm going to take them down the dark road, you know? It's not easy being blind, but I'll take them down that dark road, and I'll show them the light, because Blind Scott has recovered, and I sent you something in the mail today. Vegas Rob gave me the address, and I hope it makes it you. It's the same address the pizza show up at, so I hope the pizza guy brings it on the mail guy. <laughs> but hey, you know what? I just can't believe this. You know, I went to the police station the other day, and I said, who's police in the North End? They said, we got all the police in the theater district. I go, well, I'm police in the North End now, and I'm in charge, so I call and I report stuff, and they never come, but hey, you know, well, I'll just keep doing that, and I called the I called the mayor's office today. I said, listen, I'm a blind guy in downtown Boston, and the sidewalks are getting larger. Can you believe it? The sidewalks are getting bigger around City Hall. They're forcing the traffic out of Boston. It's a beautiful day here in Boston right now. I've already walked through the Navy Yard. I'm headed to Back Bay. I'm headed to Beacon Hill. I'm going to police the whole city right now and make sure it's a safe place. And if I see somebody in trouble, I'm going to pick what? them up and bring them home and feed them and nurture them and get them back to good health because Blind Scott is going to work at the hospitals. He's been at every psych ward in Boston. He's been to detox, he's been to rehab. They know him, they love him, you know. And I'm ready to make a change and I'm ready to help others. I've seen the light, I got a spiritual. All right, all right, thank you. He did not take a breath for two minutes. It's <laughs> crazy. Two man. minutes and yeah. fourteen. Officer seconds. Blind Scott on patrol. No deputy. If, deputy if he Blind sees Scott. anything, then he's <laughs> yes, going to take care yes, of it. Yeah. Can't believe the police don't show up at a moment's notice because there's somebody who's uh, you know, tossing a cigarette. How would he know if anybody tossed a cigarette in the sidewalk or anything like that? Yeah, the streets of Boston are safe with Blind Scott yeah. out there. Well, deputy Blind Scott's <laughs> all over. He's a new Blind Scott, though. Yeah, he's he's a, a new sheriff in town. How long will this sponsor last with Blind Scott? What's the over? So is, is Kramer like his partner? Will that be you know? Is, yeah, it's police dog. Yeah. deputy dog. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Right, well, that went well. We're up against a hard yeah. one here. Always does. Excited, Eddie. Another edition of the NHL Puckham. How many goaltenders will we have playing on Thursday, Eddie? Uh, enough. <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the Who Am I game. This was sent in by a listener. That's a good one. Uh, Frank in L.A. sent us this one. I am the only player in big league history to have played for the four remaining teams in the postseason, the Red Sox, Astros, Dodgers, and Brewers. In the history of baseball, there's only one player that has worn the uniform of all four of those teams. Again, I am the only player in big league history to have played for the four remaining teams that are in the postseason, the Red Sox, Astros, Dodgers, and Brewers. Who am I? The answer, next. You have to multitask to navigate through life, so make sure to like the Ben Maller Show in the cyber world. Join our Facebook radio family. It's the Maller Militia's springboard on the social network. Go to facebook.com slash Show. You can submit jokes, questions for Ask Ben, and more. we got Ask Ben coming up later in the show. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. We'll have the NHL Puckham. That's it's hockey. Yeah. Coop had some amazing names yesterday. I wish we could have spent more time yeah. on it. Well, maybe we'll spend more time on it now. Uh, before we get to the Who Am I game, we're losing one of our listeners, Eddie. One Why? of our live listeners, Manic Mike. He uh, says starting happened? next week, he will only Day shift. Be, he's only listening to the Sunday night into Monday show. Uh, he says he will still listen to the podcast. Now, you know the rules, Manic Mike. You've been listening a while. There are two rules when you stop listening to the live show. 
you have to sign up for the podcast, download the podcast, and then you have to find someone to replace you. So that's the hard part. You, wh- whoever is taking your night shift, you have to find someone to listen to the show. So that's that's how that works. So good luck, Manikman. So if you, you're fine. You're free to leave, but you have to find somebody to replace you, and that's the hard part. Right, here's the Who Am I game. I'm the only player in big league baseball history to have played for the four remaining teams in the postseason. This player wore the Red Sox, Astros, Dodgers, and Brewers uniform at some point. Uh, who am I? That is the question. What's the answer? Mr. Nice Guy is going with Jack Skellington. Art Howe, guessed by Lamont. It's a young Art Howe. Pete Lecoq from Jeff, the great former Royals player, the evil ghost of Aaron Hernandez from Ed in Spokane. Mike, Music Mike in Kansas City is going with the Geico Gecko. Is his answer. Ernie in Michigan checks in with Carmen Miranda. Uh, Dolphin Mike says, Ricky, Ricky played for everyone. Yeah, Ricky did play for a lot of teams, but he didn't play for the Milwaukee Brewers, or the Astros. He did play for the Red Sox and Dodgers, though. Who else do we have? Ryan Fitzpatrick was guest. Beetle Bailey from Cardiac Stanley. Let's see, page down, page down. Stoner Marvin's going with Jimbo, the joint roller, is his answer. The Rooster says it's got to be Jeff Bagwell. Mike checks in with Franklin Stubbs. Oh, nice. Good name from the past. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Lazy Casey. I got this one right. Clearly cheating. Bad job by you. Ronnie Belliard, guest by Justin. Uh, who else? Page down. Uh, Joe's going with my little brother. This is Ben Maller's little brother. It's got to be him. The American Dream, Dusty Rhodes from Robin Vegas. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? I'm going to go with Jesse Orozco. Jesse Orozco. Is it Jesse Orozco? No, not Jesse Orozco. Eddie, the correct answer, the light-hitting infielder, Mark Loretta. Mark wow. Loretta is the answer. Hat tip to Frank in L.A. I've met Frank in real life. He works at Dodger Stadium and Staples Center and all that. He's all over the place. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. Let's do it. Time now for the NHL Puck-Up. Kubaloop, who's going first? We can pick a goaltender and two skaters. That would be Eddie Garcia. Oh, Mr. Hockey. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. A lot of games, Eddie. A lot of goaltenders, yeah. Eddie. Yeah. Uh, and I will select a goaltender with my first pick. No, I'm, no, I won't, actually. I'll, okay. Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews. All right, you can have Austin Matthews. I will take Alex Ovechkin. Koopa Loop. I will go with uh, Roberto Luongo. Okay. Yeah, he's hurt. Good job. Oh, <laughs> not to Roberto, not Luongo. Yeah. I'll go with TJ Oshie. Oh, oh look wow. at that. One more, Roberto. Um, take your Sergey Bobrovsky. Not bad. Wow. Not okay. Bad. Uh, Koopa Loop. This. Go ahead, Koopa. <laughs> I'll go with more. Uh, no, I'll go with Johnny <laughs> Hockey. Uh, you can have him. I'll take John Tavares of the Maple Leafs. Eddie, the back-to-back Eddie. Let's go with Andre Vasilevsky. All right. And Patrice Bergeron. Tuka Rask from the Bees. How about that, Coop? Morgan Riley. Last pick, Roberto. Nathan McKinnon. Yeah. Uh, Boy, Roberto's nailing these hockey, hockey guys. Yeah. I'm a hockey guy, Eddie. You didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. He, he was a hockey broadcaster for years. <laughs> yeah. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. An old rumor? Reality? Could it be? 
a relocation situation. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. For this hour, we are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So a couple years ago, there was a mob of, of teams in pro football that relocated. Remember, remember that wild flurry? We had the Rams leaving St. Louis, heading to L.A. The Chargers said goodbye to San Diego. Who says goodbye to San Diego? The Chargers. And the Raiders announced that while they are still in Oakland physically, their heart is in Las Vegas. The and greatness of the Raiders. Be in Vegas so John Gruden can provide his great coaching to the Las Vegas Raiders in a couple of years, that was all announced uh, around the same time, which brings us to the latest revelation, an old rumor which has boomeranged and come back around here. Another NFL team about to change locations? Say why? Oh, this is something that we briefly discussed a couple of years back, but it's come back around again if you've not been caught up on this story. Jacksonville we got a problem. We got a problem. Now, reports from the tabloids in the U.K. revealing that a former employee of the Jags owner, Shad Khan, uh, the, the English soccer team that he owns there, a former employee claiming that Khan's purchase of Wembley Stadium, the legendary stadium in England, is part of a bigger plan. The big plan, the reason that Khan wants to buy Wembley Stadium is because he has every intention of moving the NFL's Jacksonville Jaguars to London full-time, not just one or two games, every game, every single game. Oh, no. Now, nobody can say they're being blindsided by these reports, but I wanted to discuss. Now, someone named Craig Klein. I don't know who that is, but he was supposedly one of the right-hand employees of Shad Khan, and he made a number of allegations against the NFL owner and his attempts to try to get Wembley Stadium. The biggest, the one that we need to talk about, is that Khan publicly, like a politician, has said, I love Jacksonville and I want to stay in Jacksonville the people of Jacksonville, I'm going to make it work in Jacksonville, and I'm paraphrasing, but you get the point. But privately, he has been planning behind the scenes to turn Wembley Stadium into a house of NFL football at least eight weeks out of the year to make that the regular home base of the NFL team in Jacksonville. But wait, there's more. We are told that Khan has a timeline on this that he plans on trying to get the Jags into London in the year 2022. Uh, we're almost through 2018, so if you do the math on that, they got three years left in Jacksonville if this plays out. So let's discuss, and for the purposes of this Mallard monologue, let's assume the position that this guy is not blowing smoke, Craig Klein, the former employee, and we'll say what he is saying is accurate. So the question, what are the chances that the Jags end up in London permanently? Uh, I'm going to set the odds on this at 90%. 
I'm going 90%. That sounds outrageous, right? 90%. Nothing's 90%. But let me explain, okay? Uh, to expand on this, you've got the itch, the accomplice, and the Hail Mary. You've got those three things. Now, number one, Shad Khan is following the standard playbook of sports ownership when you want to relocate a team. There are some things that they all do, every one of them, and you can't trust them. You cannot trust them. This is how the game is played. I remember when the, those uh, slick oil barons from Oklahoma bought the Sonics, and they were like, no, we want to keep the team in Seattle. We really want the team to be in Seattle. And then we found out later through emails and whatnot that they were always intending to move the team to Oklahoma and to eventually become the Thunder. And these kind of things happen pretty much every single time. Publicly, you say you want to stay in the city. You want to make it work. Uh, you, you declare your love and devotion. And then privately, you simply just keep moving the goalpost, waiting for time to pass, and then you can move. If politicians give you public money, what you do is you just demand more, right? That's moving the goalpost, right? It's uh, greed, greed, greed. I need more, 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 more. That's how you do it. And you have to wait. The reason you wait, you have to wait long enough. Now, why do you do that? Because then when you are sued and you will be sued, you will then say that you did everything you could to avoid this. You didn't want to relocate the team. However, you had no choice, and you gave it so many numbers of years, and it just wouldn't meet your demands, and you had to leave. And so that helps you win a court case so you don't have to pay out a big settlement. Now, Shad Khan, the Jacksonville owner, is a, is a business guy. He's not, a, he's not Santa Claus here, and he has crunched the numbers. It's not Maller math. It's con math. And it's the old marketing axiom, right? Secret of success in marketing is getting into the mind first. And so the Jags owner, my theory on this is the Jags owner will become, he believes, making his team a global brand. Jacksonville will become a global team if they become the London Jags or whatever they're called in London. And they'll have fans all over the U.K. that are going to fall in love with American football and they're going to love the Jags. Again, or whatever they're called, they change the name and con. Uh, he made his money in the auto parts business. The legend, and his story has been told many, many times. It's been repeated here that he came from Pakistan at age 16. He had 500 bucks. That's it. And now he's worth $7.4 billion on the back of mufflers, shock observers, and brake pads. Man, how much would he have had if he had gone into radio? Think about how much money. If he had 500 bucks, he went into radio. He'd have about seven fifty probably right now, you know, give or take, seven fifty. Yeah. So Khan is worth seven point four billion, and he's got an itch to scratch. I, I, everyone behind the scenes seems to be in agreement that the goal is to get to ja- to get Jacksonville to London. As my mama taught me back in the day, when a rich person wants something, they're going to get it. They have the funds to get it. And Khan, if if this truly is what his heart desires, then there's no way to stop it. Jacksonville's going to end up relocating to London. Now, number two, this guy, I love the name. Uh, the, the spokesman for the Jags. You know what the name of the spokesman for the Jags is? Jim Woodcock. That's the name. What a great name that is, right? Jim Woodcock. Mr. Woodcock released a statement. <laughs> now, did, did he, do you see this? Did he say, A, I confirm the report. We do want to move the team to London. B, did he deny it? Or C, did he attack the messenger? What do you think he did there? 
Well, he actually, if you pick number C, that would be accurate. He attacked the messenger as a disgruntled employee or former employee, saying, this is a statement, this is nothing more than the same ongoing nonsense and bogus claims made by a former employee who left the club in 2017. Nothing here merits further response. Notice that nowhere in that note did they deny that the team is planning on relocating to London. He just said it's a disgrunt, you know, essentially disgruntled employee, bogus claims and all that, ongoing nonsense. But they never said, no, it's not true. They never said that. Uh, at all. Now, keep in mind, the mayor of London is on the record as saying we would welcome with open arms an NFL team full-time. The NFL itself would be wonderfully happy if an NFL team relocated to London. The, the ugly truth is that Roger Goodell and his minions are in many ways in cahoots on the relocation situation, you got to think of them as accomplices, like the lookout or the getaway driver, if you will, in this, because Jacksonville is the 47th biggest TV market in the NFL. The population's around 900,000. It's been a dormant franchise until recently, not able to convert many fans outside of Duval County into Jags fans. And the belief is that the NFL in London would be sitting – it's kind of like sitting on oil reserves that could be worth billions or trillions of dollars. And so the NFL would, would like to get there. Now, if we use some Maller math, if Jacksonville has a population of about 900,000, not all of them are football fans, London has a population of 8.8 million. It's a lot of potential ticket buyers, people who can buy merchandise. If they have a London-type name, something that is related to the, to the locals there, local pride – uh, if you will. Now, it is a different setup. I've been told over the years by people that have lived in London or live there now that it's different. It's, you know, the the mindset is not, there are neighborhoods of London versus other neighborhoods. They have the, the soccer clubs that play each other. So it's not the same as here where it's, you know, city pride. No, it's broken up into different neighborhoods and parts of London. Uh, so it's it's not the same setup, but still the NFL is banking on that uh, working, working out. And then they're counting on people not only from from London, but other parts of Europe flying into Heathrow to go check out games and, and just generating cash flow. All right, last thing here. So I said 90%, 90% that the Jags will be moving to London. Should the Jags continue to be good on the field, that makes it more difficult because you very rarely see teams that are good relocate. You usually have to suck for a number of years, and then people are just like, get out, you guys stink, get out of here. But that's the short game. Right, that's the short game. How, who knows how long they're going to be good? The long game is something more nefarious, and the the only hope, and this is my theory, is the hail mary defense for Jacksonville. The only way Shad Khan does not move the franchise is if he is forced to sell the team. So you got to find some dirt on Khan meaning some kind of fraudulent business practices. After all, the guy's name is Khan, right? How hard could I mean, Khan. I mean, think of a Khan man. How hard could that be? So this could actually happen. Now, Shad Khan is, he's already in some hot water in Europe. They're very upset, very upset with his Wembley Stadium thing. The English Football Association is investigating, we're told, allegations of wrongdoing uh, by Khan uh, because of Wembley Stadium. That is a hallowed place. In London, and I love one of the stories in the U.K. 
uh, and somebody was quoted the the idea of Khan, the NFL owner, buying Wembley Stadium. They they said it would be like selling Buckingham Palace to Donald Trump, or I guess the opposite would be to sell the White House to someone from the UK. Uh, so there's a lot of opposition, but uh, that's where we stand right now. We'll take your calls. It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox eight seven seven. 99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. And we say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia. I will be over in London, and I will do a scouting report for the Ben Maller Show. We'll test out the, uh, the market. We'll see what kind of football fans we have over there. I'll give you a full report when I get back. Yeah, well, you're, I'm going to ban you from talking like hey, I'm, I'm not allowing Danny G. Have you heard him speak at all today? Not a word. Not a word. Danny G has said nothing yet. Yeah, that's right. Maybe in a few hours. Who knows? So the but, Chargers playing at – there's other stadiums there. Are they playing at Wembley They Stadium? are playing oh, at Wembley. Wow, Eddie. Yes, that is accurate. Against the Tennessee Titans. Oh, that's, a, that's a hot ticket. It, oh, people big. in London are talking about it for months. That is that is big. We have a game in London this weekend. Yes, the Raiders, I believe, the right? The Raiders in Seattle. Yes. Yeah, we'll play. That's a Raider home game. Do the Raiders fly in the guys dressed like it's Halloween? Do they fly them into London? Yeah. Uh, I believe they will fly into London, yes. I flew with some of those guys. When the Raiders first went back to, to Oakland from L.A. the second time, which I guess is the last time, uh, I was I covered the first Raider game. Uh, they played an exhibition game at the Coliseum, the first game in Oakland. And on the I flew a Southwest Airlines flight and from Burbank, and there were like it was a Raider plane. And there were a bunch <laughs> of guys, but that was before uh, you know the whole 9/11. They had their shoulder pads with the spikes and the whole thing. They had the whole, <laughs> the whole deal. It's great, very interesting. Roberto's people, yeah, that's right. Think about flying to London though now and having to bring spiked shoulder pads yeah, and all that. It's gonna stuff. be tough. Yeah, it's a little difficult, right? I, I would think, yeah. Yeah, I got you. All right, we'll take some calls uh, again. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. We're on Twitter at Ben Maller. AJ says the new blind Scott who called in last hour, you can go back and hear the new blind Scott. AJ says it is a cross between Weed Man Hippie and Real Talk. If they had a baby, it would be the new blind Scott. <laughs> That's what he said. It's a frightening thought. <laughs> it is a frightening thought. Uh, trip. My Cuban neighbor in a wheelchair yeah. gives me weed. Uh, trip. So is he in the dark right now? Oh, Weed that's man? what we'll check in yeah. with him. We'll have a live update on Weedman's electrical bill. We'll find out whether he's sitting in a dark... Well, not sure he could use his phone. That's a good point. How yeah. do you charge your phone? Oh, that's problematic. <laughs> better not keep him on hold for too long. That'd be a problem. Tripp says, I want to know your best team names for London. A lot of people say, they want, what would a team in London, if they changed the name, what would it be? That's it's going to be the Jaguars, I believe. There's a lot of Jaguars that prowl around yes. in London. Yes, yeah, big time. It's a big problem. If uh, they have actually people going around to hunt. Then again, you know, a lot of lakes here in Los Angeles for the Lakers. Yeah, wonderful wonderful lakes. Absolutely. A lot of great jazz music in Salt Lake City. Yeah. You think of fine jazz. Some of the great jazz artists of our time have come out of Salt Lake City. Dodgers, of course, yeah. Yeah, I always try to dodge those trolley cars. I do. It's very dangerous. It is. Clearly. We'll take your calls again, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. And you got the Koopa Loop, Roberto, the whole thing. at Mallard of the third degree a little bit later. That's my duck.
<laughs> this hour. We will have that for your dancing and dining pleasure. And is less more? What? Less is more? We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Research has shown you get even more out of the Ben Maller Show when you follow along on Twitter. It's the playground for our P1s. Message the voices in the night and follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is manning the phones. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop de Loop, Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco Fan. It could happen at any moment, Ben. Uh, <laughs> And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Kevin writes in, he says, Mark Loretta. Yeah, we're doing Mark Loretta talk. He says, Mark Loretta had a career 295 batting average. Ben, he was particularly clutch against the Dodgers in the early 2000s. Prototypical number two hitter. Yeah, that might be true, Kevin, but I remember him with the Dodgers. He wasn't very good. Yeah, but it was the end of his career. I don't care if it was the end of his career. I, I don't remember him being very good with the Dodgers. He didn't play with him very long. Kind of like Chase Udley. Well, but yeah, compared to Chase Udley, though, Loretta's like a Hall of Famer as a Dodger. Chase Udley. God, is he like the mascot now? He gets yeah. to hang out in the dugout while they're in the playoffs and watch the good players Everybody play. gives them a kiss before they go out on the field. It's ridiculous. Chase Udley. It's one, of the, it's one of the more embarrassing. I, I love the Dodgers and all that, but the, the Dodger fans with their love of Chase Utley. Yeah, I don't get it. It's humiliating. It's what it is. It's a disgrace. So Tripp, he wanted to know what the name of the London team was. I've never been to London. I, mean, my, I know all the cliché things. My experience with London is the cliché things. They've got that Windsor Castle, right? Are you going to the Windsor Castle, Eddie? Probably. Stonehenge, isn't that? Not in, going there. You're not going to Stonehenge. How about Here's what they should call the team. The London Rippers, in honor of Jack like the it. Ripper. How about that? The Rippers. You have like a big knife on the side of your helmet? Yeah, that's like the first big uh, serial killer, right? Jack the Ripper? Most famous. Yes. Sure. What else is in London? Sherlock Holmes. Something with Sherlock Holmes? The inspectors. <laughs> I'm doing every cliche uh, thing an American would say about London. What else? Eddie? You're going there. Those double-decker yeah. buses, they've got those, right? But they have they those do. in New York, too. You can go in Times Square. There are people taking double-decker double, double buses. Vegas has them. Now, are you just staying in London, Eddie, or are you going to go anywhere else? After? Nope, going to Paris and Croatia. Oh, look at this guy. Oh, that's, what man, a, what a baller, huh? Yeah, it's ball. Obviously, it gets, gets paid the big bucks in the show. I right? know. How many days in each city, Eddie? What are we I don't like around four, I think. Four? Yeah. yeah. I used to work with this guy. I forget his name. He didn't work anymore. But he would only go to a city for like two days. He said after that he just wanted to move on. He'd get bored with the city. So, yeah. yeah. I've been saving up all of my vacation days for a uh, Europe trip next year. So. Oh, really? Yep, in yeah. the summer. Yeah. Well, I have no interest of go- in going to Europe, but I will be dragged there by my wife against my wishes. <laughs> in Gee, a that sounds years. familiar. Yes, yes. I have no interest. Why? I- I've let my wife. I don't I'm fine. I, I mean, like I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm really torn on it because, uh, you know, part of me is like, you know what, get get off your ass and go see some of the world, you know, yeah. experience something that's different, but don't you get do out that? of your comfort zone, but I like my comfort zone. It's I real, do too. It's a very safe place in my little nest. Well, if they can come up, and I'd like a Tesla to do this, if they can come up with like a transporter, yeah, I'll see the world. But I don't do well in planes. And uh, I, I, I thirteen hour flight or Coop, whatever. Yeah. No, that, that, Coop, you're you're a fun size for planes. <laughs> you're, you're in good shape. It's Coop. a fair you, point. It is a fair know, point. If I was if I was like you, Coop, I would have no problem. Middle seat, no big deal. 
Set me up. I'm ready to go. I've been to Paris and Rome. Uh, Rome was awesome. Look at you. Holding out on Globe trekker. Just before the baby was born, so we had a we had yeah. A, do it before that it never ruins happen. your life. Yeah, yeah. never going to happen. It's <laughs> over now. That's Eddie, it. Eddie, if you go to Paris, you got to go to the catacombs. Gotta check I've it heard. Out. Yes, my sister in law is uh, yeah. tells me about that. Yeah, bunch remember of various skulls underneath the city of Paris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Set, uh, the London Bridge. You remember that that when you were a kid, the London Bridge thing? Is that is it's that falling really down? Yes, yeah, falling down. Falling down. Has it fallen down? Falling down. <laughs> didn't, didn't, didn't they move it to Arizona or something? Oh yeah, there is a bridge. Is that the same one? I is think the, I think yeah. it is. Yeah. You're right. I remember. I remember that we talked about that. All right, remember so the show on Fox. Let's go now. Let's find out. Let's take bets. Weed man hippie called us up yesterday and said if he did not get hundred and twenty-one dollars, his power was going to be shut out at Casa Weed Man in Miami. Uh, do you think that a he got the money, b he didn't get the money and he was lying? Or, or C, he's sitting in a darkened apartment somewhere in South Beach. What do we think? I'm here? going C. You're going, yeah, I tend to C. Yeah, I agree with C. Although A is an option. You know, we have some very nice people in the Maller Militia that are very generous and hand out money. Let's go now to Weed Man Hippie in South Beach, Miami. Weed Man. Ben, I love you. Right. I'm having a very stressed, crazy life. And I wish you'd help me. But I will tell you, this was the third time my electric was turned off. Oh, Within no. like a month. Oh, no. Okay, listen to this. Listen to this. The first time I went to the grocery store where I go and told, I laid on the floor crying, telling the owner, and he gave me $100 and paid my electric. Oh, my God. <laughs> the second time, the second time, my neighbor who doesn't even speak English at all, not the Cuban man in the wheelchair who gives me weed, a different Cuban neighbor, because I do live in Cuba. All right. Sure. I told him, I told him in broken Spanish, because yeah. I don't really speak Spanish. Hey, necesito electrico dinero, yo. And that, racist. That worked? So, I swear to God, I said, don't give me the money, just call the electric people and pay them, and he did. Oh, weed man. So now okay, you now you, this you, time, but now this you, time, now you got to pay. You gotta, okay, so what happened? That was that wasn't even this time. Now we're getting. No, the, oh man, you, I'm telling you, three times uh, in the last uh, month, y'all been. Come on, uh, and then my friend died, who let me live in his van. Look, first he let me live in his house while yeah. his wife was in rehab. But when his wife came back from rehab, yeah. he let me live in his van for over a year, and he died today. Down by the river? And I, I swear I'm crushed. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't man. have very many people who love me, Ben, and I don't love very many people. Well, Mike and Mike and Dolan. I love right. you, yes. and you don't even talk to me That's, all day. That is not true. I have called you. Off. I have called you off the air. Have I not called you off the air? One time. Well, that's more than you've Where called me off the air. You know, you never call I me. I call you every night, not a, But not off the air. You don't call me off the air. I don't have your number. I'll give you Coop's number. Why don't you call him? You want Coop's number? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So listen. All right, get to the I used get to, to live the point. in this van. Uh, no, no, no. Hold I used on. to live I, I, in this van. Right, 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 right. Oh, my God. 
So we still don't know how what happened. The power got shut off. We don't know. Okay. Uh, maybe we'll check back in with Weedman later. <laughs> Three the third times? time already. Yeah, that's, yeah. he's got to do something about that. Just imagine Weedman laying on the floor of a, a a grocery store in Miami, begging for for money. Imagine that scene. Man, all right. Wow. Uh, we will press on. Less is more. We'll get to that. Also, we will have Mallard of the Third Degree. A lot to get to. All of it straight ahead. Right now, from the Geico Studios, Eddie Garcia, to enlighten you with the latest. Well, Ben, the NBA season is just six days away, and news from the NBA, where Minnesota Timberwolves star guard Jimmy Butler attended practice with the team for the first time since demanding to be traded. He reportedly challenged teammates, coaches, and front office members during practice, said afterwards he was just being competitive. NFL news, LA Rams wide receivers Brandon Cooks and Cooper Cup both missed practice Wednesday. Both are in the concussion protocol as a result of head injury suffered in Sunday's win at Seattle. Houston Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson was limited in practice due to a chest injury. Jacksonville Jaguars running back Leonard Fournette not going to play this week due to a, that hamstring injury that's kept him out so far all the season. There is a report he may not be back until week 10. College football, former Clemson quarterback Kelly Bryant reportedly going to visit North Carolina this weekend. Now he left Clemson after the first four games when he lost his job to freshman Trevor Lawrence. He's looking to transfer and play at a new school next season. Looks like it could be the Tar Heels. NHL game of the night was a rematch of last year's Stanley Cup final. Capitals beat the Golden Knights 5-2. Alexander Ovechkin two goals in the win for Washington. This report is brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, can you imagine being offered $200 million and saying, no thanks. Yeah, That's apparently what happened with Chris Bryant of the Chicago Cubs. Apparently the team has offered him a long-term deal worth more than $200 million, and he said he's going to wait it out and see if he can get a little more money. Now he's under contract with the Cubs for three more years. He's a former yeah. Rookie of the Year, two-time All-Star in NL MVP. Yeah, I have two thoughts on this. First of all, his agent is Scott Boris. Yeah. So that's my first Your buddy. Thought. And secondly, I believe part of this is payback. Because remember a couple years ago when he was the minor league player of the year for the Cubs and yeah, he was uh, They were the holding star. him back to save yeah, some they, money. They yeah. held him back in the minor leagues because they wanted him not to become a free agent, which is now standard practice. They got to save him for an extra year by leaving him in the minor leagues for a month. But I got to think that he has a little bit of a grudge still because of that. So what's the, the point? And you know, it's also wise to wait and see what happens with Bryce Harper and Manny Machado sure. to see if they break the bank, and then you can break the bank no, after they I, break I, the I bank. I think he's definitely doing the right thing. It's just, again, when you're offered $200 million and you're like, meh, I'll wait and see yeah. if I can get more. Well, that's how I operate when Fox approaches me. <laughs> Is that right? Me. Yes. Well, I tell them no. I'm holding out for more. More, 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 more. Great cash, homie. Work for you, Eddie. You're going to London, Paris, and Croatia. Yeah. You're doing it. Any word on who might be in that chair? Oh, there's uh, it's a they're trying out people. It's they're trying a, out yeah, people. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. big competition to see who will you know yeah. be on your show. Yeah, it's a short, on, short straw. It's up for grabs at the moment. Situation. Yeah. On our flight from Rome to Paris, we had a stop in uh, Germany. God, I felt so short. Oh, in Ger- <laughs> they're tall in Germany. Yeah, that's not the tallest country. The tallest country's in uh, where is it? The- no, man, everybody was there tall. I was like, I think I'm is the it, shortest guy in this airport. Is it somewhere in the ne- Sweden? Was it? Yeah, something that sounds right. Sweden, Norway, something like something that. The like Netherlands. That. Netherlands. Netherlands. Yeah, Netherlands. Netherlands tall. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, anyway, who cares? Uh, we're coming <laughs> in from the, the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. It's all you have to do. Uh, Sean in Oceanside says, uh, you were right there, Eddie. The original London Bridge is in Havasu, yeah. uh, Arizona, right there, Lake Havasu. Boy, it looks good. You should go check it out. Uh, during spring break might be a good idea to go down there. Right, a lot of naked people on boats yeah. Yeah. at that time. Yeah. <laughs> things to look at. Uh, was it, so how did they get? They put that on a barge? Is that how they got it here, the London Bridge? I, I want to get to the bottom of the city. You have no idea. No. That, I'm imagining they, a big barge, I'm, Yes, right? of course. So how else? They're going to fly it over. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's got to be on a, some sort of yeah, big, big barge. Big plane. Uh, let's go to, let's see, who's next? Let's go to Randy who's in Southern California on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Randy. How you doing, Ben? Randy, if I was any better, I'd be a man, but not weed man because his power got shut off. That's a problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you been to the races yet? I have not been to the the, the new uh, racing season. I have not. Have you? Has it started? Has the new season started? It's yeah, none of them. Just the winter meet, just for a month. Oh, yeah. Now, when's the, when's the full run start again? December twenty fifth, six. Oh yeah, I'll be out there. Yeah, yeah, I'll be out there around that time. Just, hey, I have a. I like the Lakers. My apologies and to I, you. And do you think you don't think they're going to make the playoffs? Uh, iffy, iffy. Yeah. yeah. Not, anyway, the, the roster's uh, not that good. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have a, a proposition for you. All right. If the. Uh, Lakers get into the playoffs. Uh, 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 yeah. Well, I want, speak up. Yes. Go ahead. I'm yeah. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to uh, bet you that I'd take you to the uh, the losers to, to have lunch at the front runner. Oh. Oh, Sin, I'd love that. Well, I'd like to meet you anyway. You don't need to bet. I mean, I'll, I'll be yeah. out there. We should have, like, the militia get together, have a little get together at Santa Anita. I love it out there. The, the track. Yeah. In L- in LA. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, we'll do that, man. I, and I, my, my favorite part, uh, thank you, Randy. I, I like going to Santa Anita because I go there, uh, you know, a few times a year. For, I just like the vibe there. So, you know, because you got on, it, it's like this great divide. On one side, you have people that have nothing, right? That have absolutely nothing that are betting a couple of bucks on the ponies trying to win, you know, the trifecta and all that. And then on the other side, you've got super wealthy people that own the horses and are just living in the lap of luxury. And they're just deciding by a little wall dividing them. It's it's just a wonderful thing. Well, that's you, Bang. You're always with rich people. Absolutely. That's why I hang out. Clearly. <laughs> all right. Uh, it's the, the Ben Maller Show. So, so less is more. Now, what is less is more? Get to the point, please. Less is more. Well, there's a, a new report out that says the total amount of commercials during NFL games has decreased. Have you noticed? Said to be down four and a half minutes from last year. Four and a half minutes so far, the uh, average commercial load is down. Uh, Sunday night football on NBC has gone down two minutes and 52 seconds. Fox has decreased the most. They've cut out six minutes and 14 seconds of commercials. CBS is second. They've cut down five minutes and 31 seconds. And uh, the ESPN is uh, their third on the list. Uh, So I guess uh, Sunday Night Football is last. That's the big ratings winner, Sunday Night Football. Now, a couple of thoughts. I read this particular story. A, the, the study claims that the total advertising time during games has fallen 20% in two years. 
That seems like a little much to me. And then it's also misleading. That's the second part of this. They did not count the time where an ad was running, but you were still able to see what was going on in the stadium. You know, they've done that now where they uh, – a couple of breaks, they'll have – you can still see what's going on, but there's the commercial. And they said that they did not put that there because they felt that no one was actually watching the commercials anyway. They were just looking at what was going on in the stadium. Um, but so that – so I if, if, you, if you say those are actually commercials – then you could argue that the commercial load has not decreased. People just aren't looking at the commercials. It's kind of like when you're on the Internet, if you have an ad blocker on your web browser to you avoid reading a lot of the, the, the commercials and all that or looking at the pictures and all that. All right, so Ben Maller's show on Fox will press on. We have Maller to the third degree. We've got that. And time now for the Insta trivia. Here it is. According to the NFL's next-gen stats, woohoo, blank, is 0 for 9 this season on passes that have traveled 20-plus yards beyond the line of scrimmage. We're looking for the name of a quarterback. I'm talking about a quarterback, as they say. Again, according to the advanced uh, next-gen stats, blank, looking for the name of a quarterback, blank is 0 for 9 this season on passes that have traveled 20-plus yards Beyond the line of scrimmage, keep in mind, as a clue, uh, this particular quarterback is on a team that is considered a a team that could get to the Super Bowl. We'll get to that, and uh, we'll do it all. The answer, next. We do things a little differently than those dime a dozen sports shows, but we can't do it alone. We need your help. In spreading the gospel about our unique brand of talk radio, use your voice on social media to show public support for The Ben Maller Show. Now, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Listener Darren writes in, he's listening, Eddie, in London, as always. He nice. Says. Uh, he says, the Jags in London will be welcomed. Darren says they will sell out every game, but will be most people's second teams, he says. We all have our teams already, and I will continue, Darren says, to fly over for Viking games every season. Skull Vikes, Darren, who is part of the Vikings UK committee, he says, and a super fan of the Vikings. So he's not, even if the NFL relocates the Jags, he says, I'm I'm down, I'll go, but I'm a Viking guy. But the Vikings every four years, don't you play everyone within four years? So the Vikings will be, well, maybe they won't go to London, but they'll play the London team and the Vikings if the Jags relocate. Time now for the Insta Trivia. According to the NFL's next-gen stats, that's the advanced statistical data, blank is 0 for 9 this season on passes that have traveled 20-plus yards behind uh, beyond rather the line of scrimmage. Keep in mind, uh, this is a quarterback on a team that's pretty good. Mike from the LBC is going with Tom Brady. Clearly not cheating. Ed from Spokane says Manu Ginobili and Drew Brees. Ivanson checks in with John Elway from the Simpsons episode. That's pretty good. That's a good find by Ivanson from the Quickie Mart in Orlando. Paulie D is going with Carson Wentz. Pete Scoop Brady from Harry Pothead. Who else do we have? Uh, Jeff is going with Derek Carr. That's his answer. Marcus Mariota from Andrew. Let's see, can't read that. Cordell Stewart misspelled. That's a K for Cordell from Rob in Minnesota. The O'Shea brothers, guessed by Anthony. Al Woodall from Robert. 
old school. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? I do. All right. Tom Tupa. Tom Tupa. Is it Tom Tupa? No. Philly Rob. I haven't heard him call in a little bit here to celebrate the Eagles. Uh, he has Stumpy Thompson as his answer. No, the correct answer from the 3 and 1 Carolina Panthers, Cam Newton. 0 for 9 on passes that have gone 20 yards beyond the line of scrimmage. Got to work on that vertical passing game. Let's get to it. Here we go. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And the Coop de Loop, Justin Cooper. Ben, last week you gave your stamp of approval on a potential Eagles trade for Le'Veon Bell. Right. Well, we're hearing that the Eagles won't pursue Bell, but have contacted the Bills about LaShawn McCoy, a possible reunion there. Do you approve of this one, Ben? Yeah, we talked about this a little bit. LaShawn McCoy does not have my blessing. I I knew this was the fallback option, but no, you don't get excited about LaShawn McCoy if you're an Eagle fan, and I'll tell you why. All right, first of all, Shady is playing B. You never get excited about Plan B. Now, Plan B works out sometimes, but you don't get excited about Plan B. And at this point in his career, he's not the dominating all-world running back. He's a generic brand running back. 30 years old. Now, what happens when running backs turn 30? They fall off a cliff. You're near your expiration date as a running back. His production has dropped off the table over recent seasons. He is a falling star. Do not allow a falling star to fall on you So this is not something to approve of. And secondly, I am pretty sure that if you're the Rams, the Saints, the other top teams in the NFC, the Vikings, you're not shaking your boots because Shady McCoy could end up in Philadelphia. And let's also not forget the Komodo dragon in the room that McCoy has been associated with some unsavory characters. And there's still an ongoing police investigation to worry about down in Georgia. There's a lot to consider. Next! Now, there's a report going around that the Giants are contenders to sign Bryce Harper because Harper apparently posts about the city of San Francisco on his social yeah. media a lot. I'm sure he'll give them a discount because he likes the Golden Gate Bridge. Yes. <laughs> ben, <laughs> ben, it got me to thinking, though. What? Do you want the Giants to be good again so that it makes the rivalry more interesting? I, I want them to be good but not great. All right? See, I want them to be good enough to experience pain is what I want. The Giants are so bad they don't experience pain. And they won those World Series, and that can last for a long time and all that, number one. Number two, I want the Giants to be competitive enough to lose so I can get schadenfreude. There's no real schadenfreude because the Giants suck. They're bad from spring training on. But I miss the feeling of joy that I can get from the misfortune of the San Francisco Giant fan so I need them to get a little better, but not great. Next. <laughs> the the, uh, the Redskins are first place in the division, but you wouldn't know it based off of Jay Gruden's comments. Yeah, Gruden said there is a cloud looming overhead with there is. issues the team needs to clean up. Locker room drama? Ben, the Eagles still run away with the NFC East, right? No, no. The, you know what this the NFC East is? The NFC East is a slow, painful train wreck. You can see it happening. You just see it coming. You can't stop it. And it, just like that. The Eagles are a flawed football team, and you can say, well, they'll win by default, but they outperformed their talent level last year. They've come back to earth this year, regression to the mean for Carson Wentz. They don't have any running backs. They've been decimated by injury. So, no, it's going to be a division decided the final week. There it is, Mallard of the third degree. How do we do? Ben, you passed this edition. I won the game. That's a winner. I won.
Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Major League Baseball saying, hey, we want your money. Show me the money. Now, I'm not talking about you. They want your money, but I'm talking about somebody else. I'll explain. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. It's all you have to do. So we are in a holding pattern. I think we are 17th or 18th to land, so we're going to have to circle the airport until Friday when the League Championship Series kicks off the Dodgers and Brewers. The Brew Crew and the Big Blue Wrecking Crew uh, will be playing baseball on Friday night. And then on Saturday, double barrel action. Dodgers Brewers, the first game, and then the Red Sox and the Astros in the late game. So forget college football, just watch baseball. Right? But this is not about that. This is about gambling. I want to talk. I, this is the kind of thing you don't hear on the other shows. This is what makes us unique. Now, I, this is a story that I saw, and, and I, I just had to bring it up on the show, and I had to rant about it because this is my therapy, and you're, you've got to listen. Uh, and so I'm sitting in the chair, and I'm just spilling my heart out to you. But if you, if you know about the, the way this is headed, right, the Supreme Court famously ruling in favor of state-by-state state legalized gambling, making it a state, state's right issue, which is the right ruling by the Supreme Court in the United States. And so now we've seen a handful of states welcome in legalized sports wagering. The world has not ended. Uh, No one's being burned alive at the stake because of this. But Major League Baseball is insisting to the casino executives that the, the league should get a cut from the wagers placed on baseball games following the repeal of that federal ban on sports wagering. Now, I bring this up because there's some new information. There's an executive for Major League Baseball that spoke this week at the top trade show in the casino industry, which is taking place in Vegas, and he was yapping away, this guy from Major League Baseball, and said that sports books should be required to buy the data used to set the odds directly from Major League Baseball. They said, you got to pass. This, uh, this weasel, Kenny Gersh, I guess is the guy's name. I don't know who that is. Uh, but he's the executive. He's the vice president of, of – uh, uh, this other guy, he's the vice president of gaming. The, the, the Major League Baseball guy is somebody else. But the proposal is like 25%. They want a, a 0.25%, which is not 25%, 0.25%, uh, which is essentially a royalty from the casino companies that they should pay – off of what they make. So for every bet wagered, 0.25% would go to Major League Baseball. And baseball believes that betting on the sport, they claim, this executive, is not appealing to the mass market. That just hardcore bettors. And that baseball, if you give us a cut of the money, we'll make it better for you and we'll promote gambling. Now, how fresh is this, the sport that has banned Pete Rose and the Black Sox scandal and others over the years for gambling, now says, hey, if we get a little taste, we'll make it good for you. 
Just give us a little taste. All right, so let's discuss. Does Major League Baseball, here's the question, does Major League Baseball deserve to get what really is an integrity fee? My response is not in a million years does baseball deserve any of this. My viewpoint, you've got the shakedown, the steak dinner, and the battle royale. Shakedown, steak dinner, and the battle royale will tie all this together. First of all, the big shots at baseball and the other sports leagues, for that matter, do not have a leg to stand on. They don't. And as an amateur gambling aficionado, I have studied this. I'm interested in this. This interests me. We have discussed over the last year this integrity fee. It's come up with the NFL. It's come up with the NBA in the past. And I'll explain for for new listeners, but maybe you forgot if you're an old listener, why in a courtroom setting this is a non-starter. It's a non-starter. I will give you my evidence. My evidence is the state of Nevada. Nevada has had legalized sports wagering for a considerable number of years. Never has the NFL, Major League Baseball, or the NBA been paid an integrity fee from anyone in the Silver State. They've got nothing over 40 over forty years of gambling. Nothing. 43 years the leagues did not even attempt to extract money from sports wagering in Nevada. The, the casinos based in that state, the bookmakers, the regulators, none of it. So they have no legal basis for the money. The Nevada books have never paid anything. Right, a piece of the action, they don't do that. So, And also, if you're a state legislator, because this is a state's rights issue right now, so if you're a state legislature, why are you going to hand over, let's say it's 1%, why are you going to hand over 1% to the, the NFL or the baseball in this case and you know, the billionaires who run these sports? What's in it for them if you're a state legislator? Now, incidentally, Major League Baseball, I, I saw, I was following this as it was being reported from the casino convention, the gaming convention there in, in Vegas. Uh, the army of lawyers there, they were offended by the term integrity fee. Instead, they want it to be called a royalty fee. They said, no, 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 not integrity, royalty fee. Now, why is that? Because gambling and integrity go together like toothpaste and orange juice. So they don't, no, no, it's not integrity. It's, it's royalty. It's not integrity. Not a good combo, right? You can't, you know, so we got to go with, we don't know integrity, we'll do royalty. Call whatever you want, right? If it, if it looks like an integrity fee, if it walks like an integrity fee, if it sounds like an integrity fee, then in my world, it's an integrity fee. You can call it royalty fee or whatever you want. It's also a piece of the action. And this is like a mob move, like a mob swindle, right? We've all seen mob movies. Maybe we're in the mob. I'm not, but maybe you are. The way the mob historically has operated, you pay us, we'll protect you. It's a shakedown is what it is, right? That's baseball is essentially saying, hey, pay us for what you currently get for free, but we want money for it now. And if you pay us, we'll help promote it and we'll give you more customers. That's what they're doing. Now, the second point, baseball's payment for gambling, uh, they claim uh, is going to be, uh, you know, is going to be that they will pay back with more customers, as I said. But really what the payment's going to be is that there will be more interest. 
legalized sports betting is good for all the sports leagues. Higher television ratings. People are going to be watching games until the end, even blowouts. If you bet the over-under, uh, if you're a total gambler, you bet the total, you're going to follow that. Uh, and, and so there's some other perks. Over the years, uh, and, and we pointed this out before, the, the bookmaker has spotted corruption. They've, they've done this, right? They alert league officials when something's not kosher. They circle games. They take games off the board. If there's too much money on one side and there's big wagers coming in, if they notice like somebody has some inside information or maybe this game's being thrown, they take the game off because they're not in the business of losing money. Right? They don't want to lose money. Uh, and, and think about baseball, how terrible half of the teams in baseball are. The reason the Red Sox won 108 games, the reason the Astros won over 100, the reason the Yankees won 100 games is because there's so many teams not even trying. But in the gambling world, that can be profitable. You can make money uh, betting on or against, if you have a hunch, the Orioles, Padres, Tigers, the Marlins, the dreck of Major League Baseball, the teams that suck in baseball. You can bet on them in August and September. And this empty suit that spoke here for baseball is dead wrong when he says betting on baseball is not appealing to the mass market. It's entertainment. And if, if it's legal and it's easily accessible, guys are going to do it. All right. Now, everything's in moderation. Everything's in moderation. But rather, let's say rather than spend 50 bucks on a steak dinner on a, on a Friday, let me spend that 50 bucks and bet a couple. I'll eat some ramen noodles, but I'll, I'll see if I can turn that 50 into 100. All right. I'll put a 50 down on a game. And maybe I'll, I'll break it up. I'll do a $20 parlay, and then I'll do a, a $30 straight bet. Just see how it goes. Get a few hours of entertainment. And you know, it's like my dad buys lottery tickets, every, one lottery ticket every week. He's been doing it since I was a kid. It's a stupid tax. He does it every week. It's his routine. He never wins. He never wins anything. But he likes it. It's his thing. You know, guys bet a couple bucks on a, on a you know, random game between the Royals and Twins. Rather than put money on Powerball, you have a better chance of winning betting on a random baseball game. You won't win as much, but you have a better chance of winning. Final word on this as we chat on Fox Sports Radio, the Ben Maller Show. Uh, This agreement that Major League Baseball needs to protect our content and intellectual property, which is what they've also been saying, is cute. Sports books are not allowed to use team logos without paying. There was a famous legal case involving newspapers and box scores in, in you know, newspapers, and it was won by the newspapers. They're allowed to put the box scores in the newspaper. There were people saying, well, you've got to pay us for that information. And it was determined, no, you don't. So that information's out there. And the way baseball should do it, the avenue to go down here to generate revenue is to make a partnership with the bookmaker. And to his credit, Adam Silver gave his blessing to gambling, and the NBA signed a deal with MGM, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. That's smart. So my theory is that what happens next? This is going to head back to the court system. Why is it going to head back to the court system? We are going to have a battle royale. Because at the state level, these leagues are not going to get the money. Plus, you have to go state by state. It's a big nightmare to go state by state that has gambling. So what's going to happen is these leagues in America are going to lobby politicians. They're going to try to get legislation, a national governing body, to oversee 
sports wagering and then take a cut of the money off of that. So it, it will be a Donnybrook between the casino big shots and the people running sports leagues to grease the pockets of the 535 members of Congress to try to get them on their side. So it's like, hey, I'll give you a little donation here, a little donation here. That's how it works, right? That's a lobbying game in Washington, the swamp, and to see who wins. So a lot of representation in Washington, a lot of senators and whatnot, uh, who will be getting their own personal integrity fee. But who, who wants another layer of bureaucracy? Who wants that? Seriously. Do you really want the federal government to throw more regulation out there? The whole point of the Supreme Court and their decision was to give states the ability to decide whether they want to gamble and how to handle the gambling. We don't need more red tape. It is the Ben Mather Show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Judas Garcia. Nothing like billionaires battling with billionaires. Another court case coming up. But now the Supreme Court's fully stocked, Eddie, so now we are we are ready. We have the nine justices there so they can do the 5-4 decision. Now, maybe this is not a good example, but, okay. uh, you know, obviously marijuana has been legalized in California. I've heard about not that. Not that, uh, you know, anyone on our show would, would, you know, dabble in that. But you know, now that it's become legal, I know there are some who enjoyed using that. Uh, that it's they they're not happy about it. You would think it would be easier and uh, all that kind of stuff, but it's they're they're they they actually are not pleased that it's become legalized because of yeah, all the other things that's that are involved true. with it. Yeah. So I'm wondering for people who like to gamble, maybe somebody on the show, uh, is there a downside to it being legalized, so to speak? Uh, what would the downside be? What, what do you? What I don't know. Do, what do you get? I don't know because I thought that the legalizing marijuana would be would be good for people who like to use that, but some some of them are uh, are not happy about that. Well, because of the taxes and the, the yeah right right yeah, you can't think of any downside to well, to no, it being legalized. I think adults should be able to make adult decisions. No, no, so, I'm not, not talking yeah, about that. Not yeah. talking about people. Look, yeah. you're responsible for you know what you want to do yeah. and how often exactly. you want to do it. Yeah, but I'm just trying to think if there if there could be any downside to it. Uh, well, the, the counter argument is always that people get addicted, but you can get addicted to anything. Yeah. That, that's not, to me, that's not a good reason not to do it. Right? It's like, well, we shouldn't make it legal because people get addicted. Well, it's pe- great getting poor. Okay, you lo- I, you I, love I, going I'm to addicted Vegas. to food, Eddie. I, yeah. I was a, a very obese for a long time. I ate a lot of food. Should we stop selling food? No, we should not do that. Uh, why not? People get addicted to it. They get too fat. They have uh, illness. That happens. Now you love going to Vegas. I, I do. I haven't been Vegas in a while. is fun. I haven't been yeah. in a while either. Is this is this going to affect your uh, desire to visit Vegas? No, because California will be the last state, the last, the very last state. The Bible Belt will get gambling before a California does, because of the lawmakers how slow they work in California, and also the, the people who run the casinos over in Vegas are going to do everything they can to slow, slow this like molasses. So I don't think we have to worry about that for a while. But yeah, if, if I can just go down the street and bet, why would I go to Vegas? I like Vegas, but I could you know save a little money, just go down the street. Not that I would still be able to do that now, Eddie, because that would be illegal and be wrong to have a you know a guy that you can bet a couple of games with. I understand. It'd be illegal, yeah. be inappropriate. No, we don't do inappropriate no. things around there. No, we're, 
we're beacons of society here. We are. Truth, honesty, and the sports talk radio way. Baby, you want to hang out with me? Yes. You better get me that good stuff. Uh, I know, Jeannie. I know where the good stuff is. You don't worry. I know. It's great getting porn, I'm telling you. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Uh, We'll take your calls. 877-99 on Fosca. Some legendary callers lined up. Line them up and knock them down, as they say. 877-996-6369. You can be part of the festivities. And the old saying, one man's garbage is another man's treasure would apply to this. We'll get to it. We'll do it next. Research has shown you get even more out of the Ben Maller Show when you follow along on Twitter. It's the playground for our P1s. Message the voices in the night and follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most of the funny sound bites of the Ben Maller Show. His first name is Roberto. His last name is Flores. You can follow him at Raider underscore Rob 24. Was it Ali Frazier? And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Right to the phones we go. A man who will be crying like a baby after the American League Championship Series. Chris in Houston. Hold up, Ben. I'm, I, I'm, not, I'm not ready for you. I'm coming after Mr. Magoo out there in Boston. Now, I heard you yesterday on the podcast running your mouth. Boston is trash. Those streets are trash. You should already know the best thing coming out of Boston is the tea cakes, if that's best. So, or the clam chowder. That's about it. Brother, the Red Sox are the babies of the AL. You know who the champs is. You know who your daddy is, the Astro. Uh, again, you're, you're going to hurt your neck looking at the rearview mirror. You need to look out the front window and not the back window. That's a bad job by you. How many times do I have to tell you this? You're acting like, you're acting like a Laker historian. You're better than that, Chris. You're better than I that. I don't act like I don't have to, Ben. What are we doing September 20th? They only won one game, and that was off a walk-off. That was it. That was the last game we played with them. Yeah, that's good because the Astros – let me tell you, I I will give you three reasons, all right, three reasons the Astros are in trouble. You want to hear those three reasons? Come on, give them to me. I know you you didn't sit here and cook up something. Well, no, I mean, I'll give you the full Maller monologue later, but the uh, the three reasons you have – well, obviously the Red Sox have home field advantage, and, and Fenway is a house of horrors. A house of horrors for opposing pitching. And I know you throw those spitballers on the mound. You guys cheat with the spitball and all that. But it's not going to work in the playoffs here. It's not going to work at Fenway Park. Forget about it. Chris Sale showed he's healthy. You're doomed. You are he, doomed, right? What, wasn't he healthy last year when uh, Alex Bregman? No, he was not. He, he did not know about the postseason. Well, he did not know about it. Now way, we uh, clinched it when we uh, took y'all took the again. You, I, I told you NLDS. not. To, I told you not to worry about last year, Chris. That's a bad job. But you keep We're looking back to last year. You We're keep close right. down. And you know who has the cheat code to the Astros? Alex Cora. He knows where all the bodies are buried. He knows all the weaknesses of the Astros. You you can laugh all you want, Chris, but you know it's That's true. That's a great point, Ben. The Red Sox have a secret operative who's not very secret because he's their manager who came from the Astros and knows every one of those players' weak points, every one of those players' Achilles heel, and he will exploit them with the Boston Red Sox in the American League Championship Series. Bam. Oh, wow, Ben. Does that make you help you sleep during the daytime? But you know that the Red Sox are going to get eliminated, and then no, probably no, no. going to face your Dodgers and 
eliminate them again. No, and no, hold no. Hold that no. trophy up again, you, then. Well, you said probably. You said probably it's a weasel word. That means you're not confident. Probably. I'm confident. Is, no, you said probably. That's a weasel word. You little Yeah. No, you're not. I can uh, tell you're scared. I can tell you're scared. Weasel. I can tell you're scared. Just admit Ooh, I'm it. shaking in my boots. You are. Ooh. You're not wearing boots, but you are. I can tell you're scared. It's okay. No, it's Every, okay. Everything will be all right. We eliminate the Red Sox. Uh, you know, Blind Sky can call me the man because you know I am. Nah. The man, the myth, the semi-legend. You know how it is. Nah, nah. The, the Red Sox pitching has proven itself. Other than David Price, who should pitch out of the bullpen, but they're going to start him. So that's a, the Red Sox will lose the David Price game, but they'll win the other games. They'll win the other we're, games. Yeah. We're, not, we're not worried about Chris Hill either. We killed Chris Hill. Did you see what we did to him? We hurt his pride last year. Again. Come on. Past results. Let me, let me explain something to you because I don't think you understand. Past results do not guarantee future outcomes. Do you understand what that means? You, you're smart. You know what that means, right? You understand that. Yes? Say yes. Oh, okay, I'm, yes. I'm, oh, I'm smart, Ben. Yeah, but, you clear. know, we, we know what's going to happen. You hate it, Ben. You don't want to see the Astros win it again because all you're going to sit there and try to make it seem like Somebody did this instead of the Astros win it again. You, you know yeah. how you well, work, man. And, and keep, it, keep in mind, let's also, and I, you know, I said the core thing, the home field for the Red Sox, which in baseball is the only sport where home field really matters, right? You have Everybody's, a, hey, you, hey, you hey, know, because home field in baseball, you have the final at bat. Like, no, the, no, the you field. Need to call Fenway. That's Minute Maid 2 now. That's called oh, there'll, be, there'll be like seven Astro fans at Fenway. What are you talking about? It's going to be all Red Sox fans. Oh, and, bro, and I've got your excuse when the Astros lose, and they will lo- not win the World Series. Carlos Correa, did you see his quote? He said every time he swings and misses, he knows it's going to hurt. He's dealing with back problems. Yeah, chronic, you know, you know chronic, chronic back problems. That's your excuse. <laughs> that is your excuse. An aching Carlos Correa. Your excuse. Done. So what, what, what's going to be your excuse when Boston get eliminated? No excuse at all. There's no need for an excuse. Come on. We know you're going to have an no, excuse. No, I would not. I don't do that excuse. kind of radio. I don't, I don't believe in excuses. I don't do that. That's oh, other people. On, That's ben. other talk shows. I don't do that. No, there's no all excuse. Right, yeah. All right. I know you and your excuses, so I'm going to All right. I got to go. All right. Thank you. Go away. You're annoying me. Thank you. It's the uh, Ben Maller Show on Fox. On Fox. We'll press on. And we have coming up a little bit, Ask Ben Your Questions, Our Answers. Tell me you're not excited about that. Yeah. We'll also get to one man's garbage, another man's treasure. Right now, though, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, Eddie Garcia with the latest. Eddie. And Ben, as you well know, the NBA season will be starting in less than a week. We got some news from the NBA where Minnesota Timberwolves star guard Jimmy Butler attended practice with his team for the first time since demanding to be traded. He reportedly challenged teammates, coaches, and front office members during the practice. Said afterwards he was just being competitive. NFL News. LA I Rams. heard he's going to win an Emmy for that performance, by the way. Really? Yes. Daytime Emmy. Impressive. Yes. Uh, NFL news. Rams wide receivers Brandon Cooks and Cooper Cup still out of practice. They were in the concussion protocol or in the concussion protocol after getting concussions in last Sunday's win over Seattle. Houston Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson was limited in practice due to a chest injury. And Jacksonville Jaguars running back Leonard Fournette once again out this week due to a hamstring issue. There's a report he's not coming back until week 10. College football former Clemson quarterback Kelly Bryant reportedly is going to visit North Carolina this weekend. He left the uh, Clemson 
program after the first four games after losing his starting job to freshman Trevor Lawrence, looking to transfer and play on a new team next year. He was 16-2 as a starter at Clemson. NHL game of the night was a rematch of last year's Stanley Cup final with the Capitals beating the Golden Knights 5-2. Alexander Ovechkin, a pair of goals for Washington. This season, this uh, report, I should say, and is, season. Yeah, is brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car and enjoy a more they, confident they really car do, buying experience. They should do seasons of radio. Shouldn't they? Wouldn't that be more fun? Oh, we're in a new season. Sure. We got a record each season. Be fun. Now, Ben, even if you are a casual basketball fan like me, uh, you know the name Tex Winter yes. passed, passed away on Wednesday at the age of 96. Now, wow, Tex 96. did. That's a good run. Yeah, he didn't invent the triangle offense, but he did bring it to prominence as Phil Jackson's right-hand man with Chicago and the Lakers, helping those franchises win a total of 10 championships. May not know he was the head coach at Kansas State for 15 years, led the Wildcats to two Final Four appearances wow. and six NCAA tournament trips, was inducted into the College Basketball Fame in 2010 and the Basketball Hall of Fame in 2011. R.I.P. Morris Tex Winter. Yeah, I I uh, dealt with him a little bit when he was assistant with Phil with the Lakers there back in the in the early two thousands. Actually, had dinner with him, which is, really well. I, he was at the table. Does that count? Did you talk to him directly at all? No, I just listened. Uh, does that count? I'm sure I mean, he had some that? good stories. Yeah, he did. He had some great. I think stories. if you're at the same table, it definitely counts. Yeah, I'm counting that as yeah. We were the the the, pre, the, the chicken dining room, whatever they call it, at Staples Center. Yeah, he was in there eating. Chowing down, and uh, yeah, he was. He seemed like he seemed like a really like normal guy. You know, some of these these guys are complete douchebags and divas when they get to the top level. But he seemed like a, like a regular dude. Coach so. basketball than longer than most of us are alive. Yeah, and he'd been in really poor health like in you know the last number of years. So, but hey, made it to to ninety six. So rest in peace to Tex Winter. All right, it's the, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. It's all you have to do. We're going to have Ask Ben coming up in a moment. One man's garbage is another man's treasure. We go to the National Football League. The New York Giants had rid themselves of offensive tackle Eric Flowers. The much maligned Eric Flowers, who apparently has the technique as an offensive lineman like a turnstile. Uh, that's his technique as a, a blocker for his quarterback. So he cleared waivers on Wednesday, and we are told that he has a visit lined up for later today on Thursday in Jacksonville. He's going to visit with the Jags, and his agents have been feeding the story that there are multiple NFL teams that are dying to talk to Eric Flowers, who failed. He was bad at his job with the Giants, and he's got multiple teams interested. There's a competition. Do you understand? There's a competition to get this guy who's bad at his job. If you're a salesperson, you're bad at selling things, but people think you should be good. Are other people going to line up to sign you? Bizarro world is what it is. Parallel universe. Kind of like the universe Clint in Cincinnati is is living in. Hello, Clint. Hi, Ben. How you doing? Clint, if I was any better, I'd be a red, but not a Cincinnati red because they they, they suck. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I got a question for you about the Rams' defense All going right. against uh, the, the the poor Denver offense that they have. Yeah. Would you take the Rams over the Chicago Bears going in to Miami? Wait, wait. Oh, oh, so you're saying you have to pick one? You can't bet both games. You have to pick one. What's the better bet? Yeah. Uh, well, I, the I, better, I, the, the I, Go ahead. The better bet is the Rams, but no, it's not. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't like either one of those. I, I would go the other side on both of them, and the reason I would. The Rams, I believe, are still a touchdown favorite. I don't like betting touchdown favorites on the road. The Rams, as bad as the Broncos look, it's going to be a, a, a there's a chance of snow showers in Denver on Sunday. The game is going to be in the 30s. That's not typically good for uh, for Jared Goff, a proud Californian. Uh, so that's not good for him. And then the the Bears are coming off the bye week. The Dolphins have had two embarrassing games. It's going to be 85 degrees in Miami. And the the Dolphins, I just think the Dolphins are going to beat the Bears. The Bears are going to come back to earth. So I'm leaning towards Miami, and and I'm the home dog, and I'm also leaning towards the, I hate to say it, the Broncos to cover. It'll be a cl- I think it'll be a closer <laughs> game because of the weather. I think it'll be a closer game. Yeah. So. Any, right, any other questions, Clint? I, that's not what you wanted to hear, Clint. That's not what you were looking for. You're not happy. I didn't. It didn't make you happy at all. Now, if you're just betting to win the game straight up. Then I think the Rams are going to win. I just don't think they'll win by a touchdown. How about that? Well, hey, I have another question for you. All right. I'm here to answer. Now, I've been listening to you for a while, and you always talk about the fifth hour of the show. Yes. You should start a Patreon to just have the fan Q&A questions on the Patreon for your fifth hour of the show. You ever thought of that? Thought about that? Uh, if I can make money, I'm all for it. I would, yes. If there's money to be made, I would do. I do. Listen, I do seven hours uh, a lot of the time. Great cash, homie. I do three hours on in Boston and four hours here, so I, I, I get plenty of talking. All right, thank you, Clint. There you go. Great idea. I'm a talk show host in labor. Find a way for me to make money, and I'm uh, your best friend. Me and Weed Man. Side, we have the same thing. We just want money, money, money. All right, let's get. We got ask Ben. We got questions. Where are the questions? I need questions. Coop always wants to do longer bits. Let's do the bit. Here we go. Hit that button. It's now time for... Time for... Hurry, hurry. I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter! Yeah. Send us your questions on Twitter now. You better kick your ass if you don't send questions. What? Koopaloop, the master of ceremonies at the dais for this edition of Ask Ben and Friends. All right, Ben. Uh... This is an interesting one. I don't know if you'll be able to answer this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. All right. Uh, this is from Jukin James on Facebook. Hi, James. When are you guys taking vacation so I know when I'm going to be mildly inconvenienced? <laughs> uh, well, I, I don't plan on, you know, sometimes management has me take vacation, but I don't plan on taking. I, I, what I usually do is I have, I save up these comp days. That they, they give us still, some of us. Uh, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so I usually have to burn those before the end of the year. So I usually, between Christmas and New Year's, you don't hear much of me. But that's that's it. I have nothing else planned. I mean, my wife might force me to take a day. No no Thanksgiving? No, I, I'm going to work Thanksgiving. There's three, well, no, four football games on Thanksgiving? You know, I'm working Thanksgiving. I usually work on Thanksgiving. Yeah, because I, I don't... I don't do a big family thing. My one of my mom passed away. That was it. It's Thanksgiving, you know. That's it. All right. Uh, next. All right, Ben. Uh, this is from Cliff on Facebook. All right. It says the hell with all these other questions. Let's get down to the important stuff. All right, Cliff. Crispy or grilled? Uh, crispy. Yeah, crispy. Uh, 
Is that for everybody? Um, I, yeah, I guess that is for everybody. Eddie, I, I mean, what are we what are we talking about? I, I I would imagine he means chicken. I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. I don't really. I only like grilled chicken if it's really thinly cut. Then I love it. But I've been unable. If somebody knows a secret how to get it, like you know, I was like, like that's che- a good point. I do yeah. like the the like Cheesecake yeah. Factory does it really well. If somebody who works at Cheesecake can give me the cheat code on that, I would be eating healthier because I really love it when it's really thin. It's wonderful. But no, I'd go crispy. Yeah, whatever me. is the unhealthy one. That's, yeah, that's for me. <laughs> yeah. Roberto, grilled chicken. Really? Um, yeah, on the grill. Eh. Yeah. Crispy, deep fry it. Deep fried. Everything's better deep fried. Ben, here's a question for you. This right. is from Ernie on Twitter. Ask Ben your questions, our answers. Hi, Ernie. Ben, is it okay for us Maller Militia members to tweet the show when listening to the podcast just to feel a part of the show? Yes. Uh, I love when I wake up, especially when the podcast is not posted, Coop, and I have hate messages. You suck. You didn't post the podcast. I like your show, but it's garbage. I can't listen. Uh, I always look forward to that. It lets me know. Occasionally, we don't put the podcast up just so I know who's listening because they complain. <laughs> They love to complain. But yeah, yeah, feel free. I'll check out. Maybe I'll even respond when I wake up. You'll find out when I wake up. Yeah. Here is a group question from Manic Mike. Hi, Manic. Manic's leaving the show. This is a good question. I'm surprised we haven't been asked this before, at okay. least not when I've been produ- producer. Right. Are you allergic to anything? And if so, what kind of reaction do you suffer when exposed? Uh, well, when I was younger, I was allergic to cats. But I don't think that's a big issue now. And if I get sick, I if you're a doctor, no penicillin. I'm allergic to penicillin. Ooh. Yeah. That's a good thing to know. What about you, Eddie? No, I mean, I do suffer from allergies occasionally, you know, and the weather changes and pollen in the air and all that stuff. But no, I'm not I'm not allergic to anything. I'm not lactose intolerant or peanut allergies or none, none of that, that stuff. stuff. No. no. You're a tough man. You got a lot of masculinity. I know, yeah. I know. Yeah. Clearly. Roberto? I'm a very masculine man as well. I don't allergic to anything. <laughs> all right, all right. Coop, what are you allergic to? Go ahead. I'm allergic to nickel. What? What? Really? Was yeah. It? Like, uh, isn't that money? I mean, yeah. I, I, I guess I don't know. I don't really like leave nickels sitting on my skin for too long. But like, uh, if I have like a belt buckle that's that's made out of nickel, it'll give like me a, rash a, yep, or something? terrible yeah. rash. Wow. Yep. Or any kind of like necklace or anything like that. Uh, I've never heard of that before. Me neither. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Well, there you go. My mom had an, she had an allergic to a lot of stuff. She was allergic to latex. You know those gloves? Like yeah. the doctors yeah. use? Oh, yeah. yeah. We didn't find out until the doctors used the latex gloves. And I was, I was like, what the hell's going on here? I was like, wow. That's crazy. Anyway, all right. It's ask, Let's pause for the cause here. We'll have more Ask Ben. Your questions are answers for the rest of the hour, as they say. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. The Ben Maller Show has some quirks and oddities that need to be heard twice to be believed, and now you can, thanks to the Ben Maller Show podcast, available wherever you download fine podcasts, including iHeart and iTunes. We need your help. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star review. It drives the corporate guys crazy. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And right back to Ask Ben we go. Your questions are answers for the rest of the hour, as they say. Uh, Chris said, did I miss Benny versus the Penny? Well, that's tomorrow. We will have a pick on the Eagle game coming up Thursday night on Fox. Eagles and Giants will have the pick on that game coming up next hour. Loop questions, answers. What do we got? Ask Ben. All right, Ben, this is a question from David on Facebook. On Facebook, yes. Yep. He said, uh, toilet paper goes over or under? 
yeah, this is a debate. Now, I was raised in a traditional, uh, a traditional family, uh, and I believe I know this properly that it is an over uh, technique, not the not the under. It's over. My wife, though, is the opposite. So it's a bad job by her and her parents for raising her that way. Uh, is that a group question? Do we yes. All need- okay, Eddie. You're- uh, same thing in my house. Yeah. I am over and wife is under. What uh, is what? Yeah. I think women are raised properly, our, our wives. I don't know. Uh, what about you, Roberto? Over. That's right. Men like it over. over. Do we like it over? Koopa Loop? Well, now I should clarify that. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Here we go, man. <laughs> Most of the time, I don't even put it on the roll. <laughs> That's the I just, ultimate it's, work. It's, the it's, ultimate just, it's just sitting on top of the toilet. <laughs> but, but, but when I feel like I want to be cultured, it goes over. Like, come on. Yeah, it's over. That's the, there's no. Under. If you look up the patent for for the toilet paper roll, it's drawn there over. That's exactly. the way it's meant to be. Exactly. These are misguided souls that need our help. <laughs> these people that put the toilet paper underneath, and you got to reach under and grab. I mean, it's a pain. All right, uh, it, next. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, all right. Here's a question from Casey on Facebook. Hi, Casey. What is the oddest combination of food you like to eat? I.e. Ketchup or syrup on eggs or pineapple on pizza, etc. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to. Think, I don't, I'm pretty standard by the book. I don't do too much exotic stuff. I think, but I'm I, I, traditional. I love you know any kind of chocolate and uh, chocolate and salt. Right, the you know the food groups. We've often talked about this, but if you can mix, is it fat, sugar, and uh, salt? Those are like the big three. If you can mix the proper amounts of salt, sugar, and fat on anything, it's wonderful. But off the top, man, I'm trying to think of what's the weirdest thing. I, I mean, I, back in my old big eating days, I'd eat like a whole bag of Cheetos and those a couple of giant candy bars and all that. But I think that's normal. Eddie, anything weird that you eat? Yeah, you eat? Um, I haven't done this in a long time, so I, I should try and do it just to see if I still like it. But when I was younger, for some reason, uh, I would have peanut butter with pancakes and syrup. That sounds amazing. Uh, now I didn't like take peanut butter and spread it over the pancakes, but I would like take a scoop of peanut butter and kind of put it on the side, yeah. I would, you know, get a, a bite of the pancake and the syrup, and then I would kind of dip it into the peanut butter. Oh, that's good. I've never done that. That yeah. is good. Anything weird for you, Roberto? Not really. I kind of like uh, jelly and a, like a salsa on my eggs. Wait, so, what? That's odd. Yeah. Jelly? That's yeah. Normal. That's not normal. Yeah. What yeah, kind of jelly? Uh, strawberry. That's like huh. sweet and spicy, though, yeah, right? So yeah, you yeah, like I love that, that combination. Like, okay. That's that sounds interesting. I'm gonna try that one too. I think Chinese, I think Coop <laughs> likes everything. I think Chinese restaurants have mastered the sweet and spicy. Yeah, thing. exactly. Really I like this question. All of these new things that I'm gonna try. There you go. Uh, first of all, what, what was this guy's name? Casey. First of all, ketchup on eggs isn't weird. It's good. Yeah. And neither my dad. Yeah, my like dad it. used to do hot sauce on. It on looks eggs. weird. Though. That's not weird. It's though. aesthetically unpleasing. That's uh, that's fair. I'll I'll agree with that. Yeah. Um. As far as me and my weirdness goes, I, I don't know if this is weird. You. I mean, you guys tell me. I like mayo on my Philly cheesesteaks. I don't no, know. I don't think that's weird. It's a, little, a little lot. No. Uh, and the Philly cheesesteak is the perfect sandwich. You do not need mayo on the Philly cheesesteak. I just I, I think don't mind a... dipping in barbecue sauce. I'm not opposed to that. But you really, the Philly cheesesteak, when do- done properly, does not need anything. Yeah. It's wonderful. All right. uh, and real quick, I want to say, yeah. Rooster called me yesterday and told me a question to ask you. I told him to tweet me today because I was going to forget it, yeah, yeah. and I did forget it. So, Rooster, you never tweeted me. I'm sorry. I forgot what you wanted to ask. Yeah. Uh, it's Dub, all your fault, Rooster. Yeah, real quick, uh, Dub and Laramie on, on Twitter, he, he posted a picture of this. Apparently, they're serving antelope heart tacos. He wants uh, to know if any of us would oh, try that's it. nasty. No. no. 
No, I want nothing to do with it. Yeah, that, that was absolutely. Fun. Tell me how much you're paying, and I'll no, eat it. No. Yeah, you, of course you. Yeah, would. You wouldn't get the haircut. Though. What about Metro Joe? He's at Jack in the Box right now. He wants to know what to order. Uh, oh. Breakfast jacks. They're cheap. They're delicious. Yeah. No, what oh, the tacos are the Chick- best. I love everything. Yeah, taco. You get the two tacos. It's like I don't know what's in them, but you just get the. the <laughs> I do like the those taco. tacos. Yeah, yeah every, Jack add on, whatever you order, add on the two tacos. Agreed. Yeah, buttery done. Jack too. It's pretty good. I've never oh, had the, the buttery bu- Jack. I've not yeah. had that yet. I got to try. Nice. That. A bullpen drama rama, baseball style. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So I am the, one of the last of the Mohegans. Uh, very few people that do this for a living actually like talking about baseball on the radio. Most people despise it. They, it's not great conversation. They, they're not fans. I like it. So I'm, I'm waiting. I'm anxiously awaiting. We're going to have the penny here later this hour, by the way. But I am awaiting the LCS, and we're kind of in a holding pattern as we've been talking about. The Dodgers and Brewers will kick things off. In the National League Championship Series, there's a double-barrel action there. The Red Sox uh, taking on the Astros at Fenway on Saturday, and then the Dodgers will play Game 2 in the afternoon. Now, speaking of the Astros, though, their bullpen, which has been problematic, is causing problems even though they're not giving up runs, they're causing problems. Now, what am I talking about here? Have you not been following this story uh, the Astros bullpen went viral on these social media tabloid websites this week. If, if you missed it, there was a video that was recorded by a fan in Cleveland from the Astros bullpen, the last game of that series, the sweeperoo by the Strohs over Cleveland. And the fan in northern Ohio, possibly Dick and Dayton, was heckling. It wasn't just one fan. There were fans heckling the Infamous closer, the notorious Roberto Osuna, the much maligned Roberto Osuna. And that in and of itself is not something that to talk about. The fact that Roberto Osuna was being heckled, okay. But it was that a teammate, a fellow Houston relief pitcher, Ryan Presley, tried nobly to defend his teammate standing by his man against a fan that was heckling about the domestic violence case. Now, the video has made the rounds on social media, and in the video, Presley said, among other things, you can't talk all that blank you talk, just don't, or you said you can talk all that, that, that blank you talk, just don't bring that stuff up, you know, domestic violence. Uh, so this led to a great debate, and the debate is, where do you fall on this? Now, some going as far as to say that the Indian fans were bullying Roberto Osuna, uh, and, and, and that's how this this is wrong. There's no place for this anymore. Uh, you know, it's it's. I mean, what are we doing? Uh, anyway, the, the question here it is. Let's get into it. So, who's right here? Are you on the side of Ryan Presley, who is defending his teammate, who was charged with domestic violence? Or are you on the side of the Indian fan who was razzing that pitcher, Roberto Osuna? Now, I am down with Chief Wahoo. I am right there with Chief Wahoo. Uh, My thoughts on this, you've got Joe Blow, the mercenary, and 
revisionist history. Now you got those three things, and we'll tie all this together in a nice little package. Now, number one, this is one of the dopiest controversies that we've had in a while. And we have a lot of dopey controversies. We had a contrived, staged NBA practice with Jimmy Butler hiring ESPN as his marketing firm there to live tweet practice and then do a sit-down interview with him after practice. And some people thought, well, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to hear my thoughts on that story, go back to the podcast on iTunes and iHeart and the Ben Maller Show podcast. Subscribe. Five stars, by the way. But we're talking about this Astros story and the bullpen in Cleveland and the fans heckling. If the fans are not allowed to heckle players for their shortcomings, then they should stop selling tickets. That's my belief. Okay? Just stop selling. Play in empty stadiums. It's a TV game anyway. It's all about television. Razzing performers is part of what make going to sporting events great. In fact, terms that we use every day are an homage to the heckler, the upper balcony, the peanut gallery, are tributes to heckling. The, the peanut gallery term, which originated in America, goes back to the vaudeville days when people who sat in the very back and didn't have a lot of money if they didn't like the show, they would throw peanuts at the stage, thus the peanut gallery, if they were not entertained. Throwing Rotten Tomatoes. There's a whole movie review site, Rotten Tomatoes. Another tribute to the heck. That's the way that it works. There is an unwritten agreement that Joe Blow or Jane Blow sitting in the bleachers can raz the players. And as the player, you have to put up with it. Doesn't mean you have to like it. But in exchange, you get a ridiculous salary to play a little boys game in the case of athletes. And as an entertainer, you get to to live a great life. Oftentimes, you're on Broadway or you're doing live performance elsewhere. And you, you get to live that life. That's the difference. That's the agreement. Now, some are celebrating Ryan Presley as a good teammate for standing by his buddy. That's the second point. We don't even know if these guys are friends. I, I know for a fact, we talked about it, it was well chronicled that there was an uprising in the Astros clubhouse when the transaction was made to get Osuna. So I don't know who's friends with who. Who knows? Uh, but I don't look at it as he was just being a good teammate, uh, teammate. Osuna made his own pit of snakes here, and he's laying in that pit of snakes, the bed of nails, the Astro brass, The front office said they had a zero-tolerance policy for domestic violence while trading for a guy suspended for domestic violence. So there's obviously a double standard knocking on the door. The Astros, they had a need, right? Their bullpen was weak. This guy's a mercenary. They figured they could get him. Now, some Houston fanboys are going as far as to say that since Osuna was never convicted in the convoluted Canadian court system that he's innocent. Not so fast. Yeah. That's what's called as revisionist history. Why is it revisionist history? Because the cold reality is, while it is true the court system in Toronto tossed the case out, he was given something called a peace bond. Now, I'm not Canadian, but I read about it. 
The reason that the, the, the court system tossed the case out is because the alleged victim, the abused woman, refused to testify, number one, and number two, she is said to have left the country of Canada. So that does not, to me, equal innocence. And in the court of Major League Baseball, which is more important here, in baseball parlance, Roberto Osuna is guilty. Now, what's my evidence that he's guilty? He was suspended 75 games for violating baseball's domestic violence policy. And the Toronto Blue Jays thought he was guilty because they got rid of one of their most promising young players, a pitcher in his early 20s that throws gas 95 miles an hour plus out of the bullpen. They traded him for pennies on the dollar. They did that because they thought he was guilty. And there's no way he could wear the Blue Jay uniform again. That's why they did that. So in baseball parlance, guilty, 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 guilty. Take that for data. Final point. Now, I am sure the good people of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, where I broadcast occasionally, will not bring this up at all. When the American League Championship Series begins on Saturday night at Fenway. No, no, no. Red Sox Nation will welcome Roberto Osuna with open arms. There will be none of this harassment at all from the cheap seats at Fenway. No, 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 no. These are classy people. Uh, It will not happen to give the Red Sox some kind of competitive advantage. Because really what Presley has done is shown that this heckling can get in the head of the Astro relief pitchers. He is you you never engage cuz when you engage it's like engaging a troll. We've we've often talked about this. Right? And and the whole the, the the trolling thing and how that works. But the the way that it works, you should never engage a troll. And the reason you should not, it's kind of like when you go to the to the beach and you feed a seagull. You might think you're doing a noble thing feeding one seagull. But what happens? If you feed one, there will be a convoy. You don't even know where they're coming from. There's like a hidden place where there's hundreds of seagulls, and they all come raining down with seagull poop if you feed one. And they squawk, and they squeal, and they're making all kinds of – so now the Astros have said, hey, you know what? We don't like this, We and this is a weakness. And so now, it's, of course we know what's going to happen. And if the Astros somehow beat the Red Sox, which is very, a very small chance, guess what's going to happen? Dodger Stadium? You think that bullpen at Dodger Stadium, they got seats right behind the bullpen. You think they'll be razzing Roberto sooner there? I'm going to go yes. It's crazy town. It's, it, it's absolutely – the whole thing is crazy town. If you're an engaged fan, you are supposed to get under the skin of the end. That's the advantage. It's home field advantage is what it is. It is as American – as waiting in line at DMV, as having your personal information hacked on the internet, it's as American as that. Let's say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Judas Garcia. No, right I, over there. I know that you, you know, sit up in the press box with all the uh, you know, the muckety mucks there. You're not, you know, down on the down No, not really you're man not. Of the people. But I was uh, I was once with some friends out there at uh, Angel Stadium, and if you've been out there before, you can literally sit in the first row in front where the visiting team's bullpen is, and you can talk to those guys. Uh, yeah. There was a famous incident, at least in my mind, where I went when the Pirates played a rare game down there in Anaheim, and uh, 
you know, some think I look like former Pirates relief pitcher Mike Fetters, who was in the bullpen, and I, uh, you know, took a sign and cut a hole in it, had a picture of him, and then I stuck my head through the sign. Yes. And uh, the Pirate bullpen guys loved it. All of them loved it, except for Mike Fetters. He wasn't a big fan of it, but they gave me a baseball. But anyway, those seats, one time I was with a couple of my buddies who were Angels fans, and Norm Charlton was pitching the, for the, the great part of the yeah. nasty boys with our former colleague Rob Dibble. He was pitching for the Tampa Bay Devil Rays at the time. He was just holding on. It was at the very end of his yeah. career, just collect adding to his pension. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, so my buddies decided to go and go in after him, and they they kept it clean, just like the heckler, by the way, in in Cleveland. He was clean the whole time, talking about Osuna, and uh, they they did get Norm Charlton to respond and and call my friends a. Uh, a slang term for homosexual. Really? Yes. Oh, so, d- now these days, Eddie, that's worth a suspension in baseball. Now you can't even use no, that. No, you're you are right. That is yeah, absolutely that's correct. old but school. You know when which it, word? Uh, well, no, I'm just when 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 <laughs> you get him, would you like him to say? You yeah. want him to no, say? No, no, no. It's, it's like, I think a cigarette in in uh, Europe. That, that is yes. correct. Yes. All right. uh, uh, yes. But uh, <laughs> yeah, if you if you get them to respond like the Astros guys responded, you know you've won. Yeah. You exactly. you, you cannot if you're one of the players. Can't the the worst thing you can do is to acknowledge those people. Yeah. Just cannot. You got to just take it, and, and in the case, unfortunately, of uh, Osuna, he's he's earned it, so he's just gonna have to wear it. I completely. Before agree. I met my wife, I used to like drinking some beers and left the pavilion <laughs> and heckle the no way crap Rupert. out you of were, uh, you were Barry Bonds and all those Giants players. Yeah. Oh yeah, Barry got it a lot. Game of Shadows. I used to tell him that all the time. Oh, did you shut yeah, that down? Yeah, yeah, Balco. Bal- yeah. Balco. Yeah. 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 My my dad's one of my dad's good friends from from work. His like the shining moment of his life was when that whole thing was going on. He made a syringe poster that he took to Dodger Stadium. Yeah, he got man. he he got he got like a, his picture was on all of the the websites and yeah. all the newspapers. And so he was that was like one of his proudest moments. That's great. There used to be uh, beach balls of syringes out there in the left field pavilion. I, re- I recall that. <laughs> <laughs> they, they wouldn't let you bring in a giant uh, syringe these days. It's a weapon now. That's right. Yeah. You've weaponized. Well, Barry, you know, Barry's living in like Monterey. He's, what does he care at this point, right? He's lost the 200 pounds he gained. Yeah, his his, he- his head shrunk back to normal. Yeah, he looks like the Barry from the Pirates now. It's it's amazing. Right, we got to get to Benny versus the Penny. Can we do the pick right now? Here we go. Let's do the pick. We got a Thursday night game. Welcome, players. You're welcome. Are you up for more Maller mayhem? Yeah. It's time now. The Benny versus the Penny. Just a sampler plate here. We'll do the full Benny versus the Penny in hour two tomorrow. Philadelphia two and three at the Giants one and four. Why should you watch? It's on Fox. That's why. Thank God. Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, the Fox box that rocks calling the game on television. There's no baseball. You're going to watch exhibition basketball? No, you're going to watch the Giants and the Eagles play the Giants, uh, or the Eagles rather, opened up a three-point road favorite. They are still favored by three. The game's in New Jersey, so it's a short trip. It's not a long flight across the country for Philadelphia. The money, over 60% of the gambling money, the information we have is on the Eagles. I'm going to go the other way here. I'm taking the Giants. Now, I have been very critical. I'll tell you why. I've been critical of Carson Wentz, but he has been played a little better in recent weeks, but he's still not what everyone thought he was going to be in the middle part of last year, because he's coming off the injury, he just hasn't ba- been back to what he was. Uh, he's he's still relatively a shell of the the MVP level player he was on that Super Bowl run before he got hurt. Uh, he's the 24th ranked quarterback in yards per pass. In fact, 
Carson Wentz is tied with Elijah Manning and Case Keenum in yards per pass attempt. That ain't good. Philadelphia has been a terrible bet this year. They're one in four against the spread. They have often played careless football, and that's one of the reasons they're one in four against the spread. They look like they don't even know each other, like they don't practice together. Number number two, home teams this season are five and zero on Thursday night football. This has been a trend that has happened over recent years that you get real value with home teams on Thursday night football. The Giants. Last week, even though they lost on a redonkulous 60-plus yard field goal, they proved they can put some points up against a pretty good Carolina defense. They went over 30 points for the first time in 37 games. And if you look at this, they hung with Carolina, the Giants. They hung around with Jacksonville. That was a home game. They have some playmakers. I don't like Elijah Manning, but I like taking home dogs in rivalry games. These are typically close games. I like the home teams anyway on Thursday night. Giants, 24. Eagles, 23. Your final. Penny disagrees with you, Ben. Going with Philly. Yeah, well, Penny's an idiot. I want to point out that Benny versus the Penny and all things on the Ben Maller Show brought to you by Discover Card. We treat you like you'd treat you. We'll have Puck the World. We've got the CFO report. Legendary callers. We'll get Let's to- talk football, not drama. That's right. No drama. No drama-rama. We'll get to all that, and we will do it next. You have to multitask to navigate through life, so make sure to like the Ben Maller Show in the cyber world. Join our Facebook radio family. It's the Maller Malicious Springboard on the social network. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. You can submit jokes, questions for Ask Ben, and more. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. We're going to have Factor Fiction coming up in a little bit. We say hello to our friend Rachel in Montebello. Hello to Rachel. Ben, Ben, Ben. Yes, words, Rachel. Words to live by what from the Dodger crooner himself, All Frankie right. Boy, the King of Smooth. All right. Fly me to the moon and let me sing among the stars. Let me know what life is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, please sing blue. In other words, we love you. Yeah! Dilly dilly! That's right! Look at you, Rachel. A new tune from our friend Rachel, one of the great performers on the show, musically gifted, talented. Now, the rumor is you will be asked to sing at the Dodger Victory Parade. I've heard that rumor, Rachel. You might be asked to sing. Well, then I have to be prepared. i got to get myself going, get yeah. my material. What song will you sing? What is the song you will choose to sing at that, that particular event? Anything in particular? Like, what's the big L.A. song? And we know New York, New York, San Francisco's got their songs. What's the L.A. song? Wowie, wowie, wowie. Wowie, wowie, Randy Newman. Well, Randy Newman. Yeah, I guess Randy Newman. There's nothing else other than Randy Newman, that old Wowie, wowie, wowie. The militia must have some good ideas. All right. Would you like them to recommend songs you can sing? We can have that. That would be fun. All right. We'll give you something to work on. Thank you, Ben and Eddie Coop and Berto's Drops. Woo! (laughs) <laughs> Sounds like fun. Yeah, that's what I'm talking Good about. Good morning, NFL Football America. Look at you. Look Red, at you. You heard of Lady Red and Red. I am the lady in blue. That's right. Dodger blue. All right, Rachel. Thank you. Enjoy the NLCS. And remember, Dodgers in six, okay? Dodgers in okay, six. Okay, Ben. Right. You said sweep, though, I think. All right, thank you. All right, there she goes. 
our friend Rachel. If I was any better, I'd host a show, but I wouldn't be Ben Maller. Why not? I mean, what's wrong with How dare you? And you've heard it first on the Ben Maller Show. Let's go now to Jason in Ottawa. Hopefully he's feeling better. He was under the weather last week. Let's find out. We need the Canadian football inside skinny. Hello, Jason in Ottawa. Hello, Ben. I'm feeling much better. Now we've got an action-packed edition of the CFL Report. As we talk about Week 18 coming up, the plausible deniability edition of the CFL Report. Our Maller <laughs> MOP will start off. Winnipeg quarterback Matt Nichols, he went 27 of 36 for 265 yards and three touchdowns as he helped the Blue Bombers beat Ottawa in Ottawa 40 to 32 in overtime in a thriller. Mallers Manziel Mayhem, Johnny struggling again, 18 of 29, 250 yards, one interception. He also rushed five times for 18 yards, but Montreal failed to generate much offense. So did Calgary. They lose 12 to 6, officially eliminating Montreal from the playoffs. For this year, Boo. special mention. Yeah, I know. Special mention to Ottawa kicker Lewis Ward. He broke the CFL record of 39 straight field goals. He hit 40. He's hit 40 straight. He beat Rene Paredes' uh, record he's, from he's a couple the, years back. The Adam Venetari of the CFL. He's 41 of 42 for the year. Get this guy in the NFL after some of the bums we've seen this year uh, make field goals or not make field goals. Now we'll take a look quickly, Ben, at our Geico game picks brought to you by Geico. Now, Ben. I always use my Discover card when I'm wagering on sports. Yeah. Ben, we had a rough one. I'll treat the Discover card will treat you like you treat you. I'm going to treat myself to a better week. I went one and three. You zero oh and two. We yeah. got two sleep number games of the week, Ben. Let's get let's get it going here. All let's right, go. let's do it. Here we go. We're back in the win column here. Uh, I'm going to give you a little chalk. I, we got BC and Calgary. The line on this game is ten and a half. The game is in Calgary. Uh, I'm going to take the Stampeders. I'm going to lay the ten and a half to lay the wood on British Columbia. So I've got. Uh, in, I know the public likes BC, but I'm going the other way. I'm going to go be a contrarian, and I'll, I hate betting on big favorites, but I'll do it in this particular respect. And then the other game I like. I'm going to take Saskatchewan. I'm going to bet against the Blue Bombers of Winnipeg. That's a three and a half point line. The game's in Winnipeg, as you know. But I am not on the Blue Bombers. I'm going to take the Rough Riders in that game. So those are my two picks. Okay, okay Ben. Those are, that's one of our sleep number games of the week. The other is Ottawa and Edmonton. I'm going to take Ottawa here. Edmonton's desperate. It's three and a half. I think it's a field goal game. I agree with you with Saskatchewan and Calgary. But my pick of the week has to be Hamilton. Toronto's on the brink of being eliminated. So Hamilton, uh, minus seven and a half on yeah. the road in Toronto. That's, not really a, a, big that's road a, a, a road team favored by over a touchdown, though. That's not good. That's a lot. I, I agree, but Toronto's starting a uh, quarterback who can't move the ball that well. So I think Hamilton's going to eliminate Toronto. And quickly, Ben, before we go, uh, four teams are now in the playoffs. Calgary, of course, made it two weeks ago. They're 12-2. and two. Saskatchewan, 10-5. and five. And in the Cleveland Indian rule, Ottawa and Hamilton in a terrible Eastern Division, 8-6 and six and 7-7, seven and seven, have qualified for the playoffs. So there's two spots left, about three teams in the West looking for it, the Lions, Blue Bombers, and Eskimos, Ben. All right, thank you for that, Jason. The CFL report, uh, there he goes. Jason in Ottawa puts a lot of effort into that so he can be trolled on Twitter. That's what he likes. (laughs) How dare you give the CFL any airtime? What's wrong with you, Maller, you schmuck? Uh, We are going to have fact or fiction, and we will also have uh, Eddie Garcia. We'll have a double double dose of Eddie Garcia because he's going to give you the hockey insider report. I have a hockey story. We'll see if Eddie mentions my hockey story. But right now uh, we'll get you caught up on all the goings on in the wacky world of sports from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Made possible by Geico. Eddie, 
Eddie Garcia. Yeah, let's start off with news from the NBA, where Minnesota Timberwolves star guard Jimmy Butler attended practice with his team for the first time. Big news. Since demanding to be traded, he reportedly challenged teammates, coaches, and front office members during practice. And afterwards, he was just being competitive. He was being raw, Eddie. Yeah, he can't control himself when he's on the court. He's, just he's comes a, out. Yes, he's a, he's an amazing athlete. Yeah. Uh, NFL news, L.A. Rams wide receivers Brandon Cooks and Cooper Cup still in the concussion protocol. Uh-oh. They did not practice on Wednesday because of the injuries they suffered in last Sunday's game Whoa-whoa. against the Seahawks. Uh, ben, your favorite quarterback, Deshaun Watson yeah. of the Houston Texans, limited in practice with a chest uh, injury. Who could have seen that coming? And uh, Jacksonville Jaguars running back Leonard Fournette still out. Uh, hasn't played this season because of a hamstring injury, and there's a report that he will not play until Week 10. Wow. College football he, former Le'Veon Bell and him have something in common. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, he has a legitimate reason for sitting out. College football former Clemson quarterback Kelly Bryant reportedly going to visit North Carolina this weekend. Now he left Clemson after four games when he lost his starting job to freshman Trevor Lawrence, looking to transfer and play at a new school next season, and it could be the Tar Heels. NHL, the uh, game of the night was a rematch of last year's Stanley Cup final with the Capitals beating the Golden Knights 5-2. to two. And Ben, yes, Eddie. the NHL season continues tonight with a rematch of last year's playoff game between the Winnipeg Jets and Nashville Predators. That's at 8 o'clock Eastern, and it's our Discover Card key matchup. Speaking of matchups, because, uh, or I should say become a new card member, and Discover Card will match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar at the end of your first year. Learn more at discover.com slash match limitations apply. All right, very good. Thank you for that, Eddie. It is the, the Ben Maller Show on Fox as we... Continue on, and uh, we'll see if Eddie mentions my my hockey story. We're coming here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more on your car insurance. Just visit sleepnumber.com for a free. Oh, did I say sleepnumber.com? Did I just <laughs> yeah, say sleepnumber.com? I was looking at sleepnumber. <laughs> Geico. We can go to sleepnumber.com too. I don't think you get a free rate quote from sleepnumber.com. All right. Anyway, listen. You can read that Discover one again too if you want. What's that? The what? Discover one again if you want. You want me just to? I'll just do. I'll just juggle. I'll just go from Discover card to Geico to Sleep Number, and I have a rotation. You know, I love Discover cards. It's great. The whole show is brought to you by Discover cards. Wonderful. Man, they'll treat you like you treat you. Exactly. I, oh no, that's no, that's that's. Not, I don't think that's right. Yeah, is that all right? Anyway, listen. Uh, <laughs> there was a a study. I I, re- I love these dopey studies. So the world's largest sleep study shows that too much sleep can be bad for your brain. Did you know that that too much sleep can be bad for your brain? Yeah, I had not heard that. No. Yeah, but this kind of goes with everything because too much is is bad, but too little's bad. You got to get just the right amount. I recommend. The Sleep Number Bed. That's what I recommend. It's the bed for me. The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed. It helps everybody. I'm, when I say everybody, I'm talking like you know regular folks like us and you know parents, people living their life, working their ass off, you know, and they try to get a little downtime, go to bed, and professional athletes, and they improve their daily performance through proven quality sleep. Not the quantity; it's the quality of the sleep that matters. And there's plenty of Studies that have indicated when you get the proper amount of sleep, you've got more energy. You, you don't have that foggy feeling, you know, when you get up, you're like, ah, you feel sharper. You have a better mood. Things are going better for you. And the other thing I like about it, I'm a, I'm a married guy. I was a bachelor for years, man. No uh, woman would date me. I don't blame them. Uh, but I, I couldn't, you know, it was just terrible. But when I got married, you know, the, the whole bed thing, you know, the, the, the compromise, you got to, you know, what, whatever the wife wants you. No. Couples disagree often on mattress firmness, 
And sleep number allows you to avoid any kind of fight. You get what you want. They get what they want. No need to have a disagreement and a fight over the mattress that you get. Come in during the fall sale. You'll save $100 on the Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed. Now only $899. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL. They're kind of a big deal. You're only going to find Sleep Number at one of the 550 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Visit sleepnumber.com slash Maller. Find the one nearest you. It's hockey season and Eddie Garcia giving you the latest on puck puck the world that's right ben and after last night's action in the nhl we are through the first week of the regular season now it's a very small sample size but so far it looks like the defending stanley cup champion washington capitals picked up where they left off last year they blasted the boston bruins seven nothing in their first game and handed the vegas golden knights a 5-2 loss in a rematch of the stanley cup finals last night washington well, they got 2-0-2 the, 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 on the year vegas has the winner's hangover you know they didn't win though they won the west that's not enough. That's enough. Uh, playoff MVP Alexander Ovechkin, four goals in three games. Vegas, though, not off to such a great start at one and three now uh, on the year. It is early, but facts are facts. Toronto Maple Leafs, three, one, and one, scoring goals at a torrid pace. They've got 20 goals through the first four games of the year, and even I can figure out that's five goals per game. Leafs are being led by Captain Austin Matthews, who leads the NHL in goals with seven and points. With 10 also off to good start so far, the Anaheim Ducks and Carolina Hurricanes both 3-0-1. Team not off to a great start. The New York Rangers, the only winless team in the NHL at 0-3. Now, Coop would have liked to have known this information before we had the NHL puck him, but Florida Panthers goalie Roberto Luongo is going to miss two to four weeks with a sprained medial collateral ligament in his knee. Not going to need surgery. He was injured on opening night. LA Kings goalie Jonathan Quick placed on injured reserve with a lower body injury. He suffered in practice, likely out at least a week. Won the Jennings Trophy last year for the fewest goals allowed. And Pittsburgh Penguins starting goalie Matt Murray sidelined with a concussion. It's at least his third concussion in the last four years. Two-time Stanley Cup winner has no timetable for his return. Boston Bruins moved up their start time of Saturday's game against the Red Wings to 3 p.m. Eastern. Why? Why? They, they don't want a conflict with the Red Sox playoff game. The really? hockey game had been for 7 p.m. Eastern, but game one of the ALCS uh, well, is... Well, not just that. You've also got the... Uh, no, it's game one? Okay, so it's game, game, one, yeah. it game two, because yeah. game two, they got the Patriots playing an hour after yeah, the Red Yeah, that's Sox. right, and the Patriots, yeah. they will not be moving that game against yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs. Great uh, scheduling by baseball. Right? You could have played the game in the evening, early evening and then played the Patriots game at night, but they're like, no, we're baseball. We're going to play right against the NFL. Uh, the Patriots. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, well, that's not a good planning on their yeah. part. And that's your uh, Puck the World report. Uh, did you see the Braden Holtby story? Did you see that? Uh, I saw he was trying to throw a puck to yeah, the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was, uh, he was yelling at the – there was a guy in a – like a businessman, I guess. I don't know. He was wearing a suit. I assume he got you know, power. And and he was trying to throw a puck to a kid in the pregame warm-up. And this guy in a three – you know, I don't think it was a three-piece suit, but he had a business suit on. Yeah, I did see the video. And he snatched the, the puck. And yeah. Hope, he like, he's like banging his stick. He's very upset. And then he went over and got another puck. And then he like pointed at the guy. Yeah, it told him to move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, uh, and threw the puck to the kids. So the kid got the puck. Yeah, the kid yeah, got the puck. But what a douche. Big douche. <laughs> Major douche. Now, the, is it Holby the douche or the adult the douche? No, the adult no, is the adult. douche. The Come adult. on. I mean, this is still a kid. When you go to a game, you're a kid, Eddie. When you go yeah, to a game, he's, you're he's, like a he child. He knows he's going to the kid. Come on, man. No, but he's like a big kid. He's flashing back to when he was that kid's age. He just happens to be a grown-up with a tie on. You missed your chance, buddy. <laughs> wow. You. When you were a kid, you could have gotten a uh, puck from uh, trying to think of some old Capitals goalie. Mm. Yeah, 
good luck. Nothing's coming to mind. No old capital gold. Oli Kolzig. Yeah. All right, let's uh, we'll move on here, Eddie. Thank you for that. Let's get the latest here, and uh, why don't we play? We introduce everybody. Let's get to the game. Here we go. We've got people lined up all over the place. They want to play the game. We are judges. Yes. All right. Play the. Uh, Please right. transmit immediately. Tell me lies. Tell me sweet little lies. Is it fact or fiction? Let's face some raw facts. Lies, lies, lies. Yeah. On the Ben Maller Show. So it's fact or fiction. Our celebrity panel of judges is lined up. These are the best and brightest judges around the world. We always start out with the power couple. We heard from Jack the Judge last week. Is it Jack the Judge? Is it Leslie this week? Let's find out. We go to their mansion in Bradenton, Florida, and we say hello to... Leslie. The lovely Leslie. Hello, Leslie. Hey, Ben. It's good to hear your voice. Always. Well, thank you. It's good to have you on, Leslie. We love that you're here, you and your husband. Very loyal. For years you've been part. Years. Yes, going back many, many years. I don't even remember. How how long has it been now, Leslie? Oh, I can't remember. At least five years. Yeah, you have been a staple of this. uh, Oh, we love your show. Yeah, well, listen, we're fans of your. And anytime you don't call, we get upset. We're bummed out. We're like, if you can't get through, we're like, what happened? What happened to the power couple? So I know, good, only yeah. if we're on the road. I know. I understand. Well, you got to see the grandkids. Yes. You yeah, that's important. The weather's turning nasty, though, soon, so you will not be going, I assume. Oh, and we no. almost had a tornado here oh. last night. It's a fair point. Yeah. Yeah. Touche. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hold on, Leslie. Be good. All right, there she goes. A uh, little Leslie with Jack the Judge. We've got Rod, the ambassador to Bakersfield. Hello, Rod. Good morning, Big Ben. Hello. Good show, as always. Thank you, Rod. Rod was out at our famous appearance there in San Berdu. He had the shirt on. He was doing the whole thing. You were hanging out in a luxury box, Rod. Well, it's, you know, that's the only way to go. I mean, yeah. you know, thanks to Big Lou, we got that all taken care of. Big Lou. So, and, and, yeah. and speaking of that, I'll be seeing you probably not this Sunday, but the Sunday after. I'll be bringing you guys down some ribs. All right. Very cool. Coop's excited about that. He's excited. Smiles. He pepped up when he heard ribs. All right, hold on oh, a good right before I leave, too. Great. Come after oh. Eddie leaves. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Why don't you wait till the next? Yeah. All right. Hold on. We have uh, the Rooster in Minnesota. Hello, Rooster. It's fact or fiction. These are our judges. Hey, Ben. How are you doing? Say, um, uh, last night's show, you used the uh, term uh, deja vu and then yeah. referred to it as the ballet. I was just kind of wondering how often you visit the ballet. Um, well, not much these days, but I back in my day, I uh, spent a lot of quality time at the ballet. Me too. And, uh, <laughs> you understand, Robert, Rooster uh, and Roberta too. I uh, I traveled for uh, for a brief period of time with the baseball team, and there's a lot of downtime, and there's yeah. not a, there's not a lot open at night, other than you know maybe now there's stuff open. Back in those days. If you wanted to, to go out at night, there wasn't very much open in some cities, but there was always you the had ballet. To go to the ballet. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Hold on, Rooster. Who else do we have? Tammy in Montana, the lovely Tammy in Montana. Hello, Tammy. Hey, Ben. You know who I haven't heard from is um, El Nino. We haven't heard from him for a while. Yeah, he is on Twitter. I I believe he's working the dreaded day shift. He's a podcast listener, so if you want to say something to El Nino, you can, but I believe he's on the podcast. Okay, well, and I'm I'm wondering if if Mrs. Mallard gets mad at you, she might take you to the nutcracker. 
Well, isn't that part of marriage? I think that's part of Yeah, part of well, that's a ballet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Hold on, Tammy. And ben Mallard. Thank you, yes. Uh, weed Man is there. Hello, Weed Man. Is your power back on now, Weed Man? Ben, I work. I work with you oh, here we also, go. and you're the only one who knows I work. How much am I paying you? Nothing. Okay. Is your power on now? Yes. Oh, good. Okay. Thank you. you, were, you... Hey, listen. The last time the lady that I called said your power is already off. There's nothing I can do. So this time my power wasn't off, so I called up and they gave me an extension. Oh, uh-huh. that's a smart one. <laughs> so he hasn't paid. He just got an extension. Radio Rich, the curmudgeon of callers. Hello, Radio Rich. Hello. You know, I believe a rule that you should abide by is that you can't call somebody a legend unless they've called at least 25 different shows besides the Ben Maller show. How am I supposed to know that? I don't do inventory on on what shows people call. How am I going to know? I don't know. Just ask them, how many different shows have you called besides the Ben Maller show? And then they're all going to lie, and they're all going to say, I've called called Rush Limbaugh. I used to call Dr. Laura when she was on uh, back in the day. They're just going to name random people. I call Howard Stern. They'll name random radio people. All right, hold on. From Wheeling, West Virginia. We will get to Factor Fiction in its entirety, time permitting. We might not. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. The Ben Maller Show has some quirks and oddities that need to be heard twice to be believed, and now you can, thanks to the Ben Maller Show podcast, available wherever you download fine podcasts, including iHeart and iTunes. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star review. It drives the corporate guys crazy. Now back to Ben Maller and the Geico Outkick the... Uh, <laughs> now back to Ben Maller and the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Mark Tape, all right. Wow. Two shows. It's all right, Eddie. I said... If you want to support Geico, go to sleepnumber.com. So it's very, <laughs> very hard to do, very hard to do that if you want two different companies. All right, let's get back to it. It's fact or fiction. We have our judges ready to go. Here are the three stories. Figure out which of the three is not true, separating fiction from fact. Story number one, we go to Houston. Halloween coming up. J.J. Watt loves this holiday, and he loves attention. He's turning his Houston home into a haunted house complete with actors, scare actors. Watt is inviting all the kids in Houston of proper age to come walk through the house from sundown till 9.30 at night. What could possibly go wrong? Story number two, easy money for the lazy listener. Attention, weed man hippie. You can make $25 an hour just to watch sports. A company called Streaming Observer is looking for someone to watch sports online for 10-plus hours a week while taking notes and collecting data from what you watch. you got to be 18 at least, but you can make 25 bucks an hour. I'll sign up for that. I watch 10-plus uh, hours of sports a week. Story number three, it's all about the movies and not about Space Jam. Now move over, Space Jam. 20th Century Fox is in the planning stages for a remake of the 1993 film Rookie of the Year. That's right. The uh, the former uh, the producers of the former show uh, How I Met Your Mother behind that movie. Unless they're not. Which of these three stories is not true? We got to go quick. I'm not. If you don't give me the answer, I'm hanging up on you. Uh, let's start out. Leslie and the Power Couple. One, two, or three. Leslie. Gotta be one. Thank you, Leslie. Have a great weekend, Rod. One, two, or three. 
Number one, Ben, go Big Blue. Thank you, Rod. Rooster in Minnesota, one, two, or three. Number one, Ben, go Vikings. Uh, everyone's going with J.J. Watt. Tammy in Montana. Hey, Big Rod, it's got to be number one. Number one. Okay, everyone seems in agreement. Weed Man Hippie, what number, Weed Man? I want sports. Get me that job. You never answer. I could, what did he say? I, number one, that was. <laughs> Radio Rich, one, two, or three. Right down in the middle with number two. Number two. The fake story, number one. I number one. You got it right. Yeah, you got it right. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 